Hello, fellow Ronin geeks. We do get into this episode 59 hot and heavy today with the return of Adam. So we didn't quite get to our regular introduction into the episode. So again, this is Alex Austin. You will hear Adam right off the bat. And of course, Rob has joined us for this episode as well. So the trifecta of Ronin Geekery is back together and uh, so excited to present you with episode 59. So please enjoy the up. Pumpkin spice gingerbread, uh, but combined with like uh, cough syrup. <laughs> That's not a good thing. Nice. Oh, I never said it was a good thing. <laughs> it's an accurate thing. It's fucking sweet. <laughs> cough syrup, pumpkin spice latte. It's like, I, I can do it. I can, I can, I can. It's not great. You're but. gonna take one for the team? Yeah, yeah. It's not great, but it's still beer. You know what I mean? Like. Like if I if I didn't have to worry about driving later on, I just start downing it, being like whatever. But that would that must be like a saying in Canada though. Like it's still beer. Like even if it's like a bad beer. I think, that, I think that's a saying anywhere. Okay. I don't enough. know. I I think the problem is is I'm a I'm very sticky um stingy now about my beer because sticky sticky. I have my brother in law makes his own beer. My nice. dad makes his own beer. So you're spoiled. So, so you're getting spoiled. spoiled. Yeah, yeah. One of my buddies makes his own beer. Okay. And another one is literally a brew. He doesn't like the word, but he's. He's a brewmaster at a local brewery. Oh my god, dude! You are so spoiled. Yeah, so I get all these me? nice That's beers ridiculous. and like, oh yeah. See, so I know, I know one beer. person who makes beer, and they've made great beer in the past. So I'm hoping they make more soon, but uh, I only, I only have one person who could do that for me. So it's not very hard. It, it, it depends on on who you talk to, whether it's hard. Like, depends because there's, there's. Are you recording? Yeah, yeah. There, there's okay. coloring book beer. Yeah, and then there's actually shading beer. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and what's this beer then? This this is made proper, or yeah. like what's the what's the one that you didn't like? Oh, ass. Okay, ass it's beer. It's distilled in ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking about there's there's hard distillery, and then yeah, like yeah. there's you go through all the processes, right. and You do it right, and then there's you know I do it in my backyard, and then there's even lazier. I do it in my backyard. This went through all the motions. Okay, it just turned out shit at the end. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Some, I'm sure somebody likes it. You know, somebody doesn't have taste buds or whatever. On paper, this was a great idea, this beer. I mean, because pumpkin spice is huge this time of year, right? Oh, yeah, but we're also not basic bitches. Girl. Basic I'm, bitches. I'm kind of a basic beer bitch. <laughs> no, actually. I was going to say, you're talking to Alex. I mean, when I go, I honestly, I, have, I don't remember the last time I bought a beer that I tried before. Like, I typically will try to buy things that I haven't tried mm. just because they come in. There's so many tall boy cans out there you can buy now, like the LCBO. So that's what I try to get. It's just random. Just so you Whatever. know, a basic bitch beer is like blue. BBB. Is like blue or Budweiser. I don't dislike blue. No. It's, it's I, I, I dislike isn't, Bud. Isn't it's blue, never wrong. Isn't blue like super popular in the States too? Labette, yeah. yeah. Labette blue, is it? I think so. Yeah, yeah, blue light I think is even picking up too. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. All right, if you can't tell, that's the voice of Adam. He is back. I am back. So he is ready. He is horny. It is It is going to be. He's already pitched a tent. got my new here. shirt. He's got his new shirt, his Ronin Geek official podcast shirt. Yeah. So we have those going on now. I did preview them on Twitter last week, so people got a little bit of a glimpse of them to see what they're all about. Nice. So, yeah. I never noticed. The, I only only recently noticed the art. That is just creepy as fuck. Oh, yeah. I love it. So good. <laughs> I didn't even recognize it as you two. You kind of just look like yeah. dumb Oompa Loompas. Did you see that? Well, I don't, think they, I don't think they actually had like any images of us to actually work off of. Oh, really? Yeah. But you can see Rob's face is like right by my nipple, right by my left. <laughs> is that supposed nip. to be Rob? Yeah, Rob's, it's got Rob on. That, is that supposed sleeve. to be your face? 
because that totally looks like I'm gonna touch you. I'm gonna touch you in wrong places. Yeah, you know? it does not look good. No, I know. It's not yeah, a good it, look for you. It, well, it doesn't look like me, so. <laughs> So I assume I this gonna, is some weird alternate reality. I was going to recolor the skin tone on uh, Sketchbook. Out of curiosity, bro. did you make it blue because we couldn't make it black? I didn't like make it like blue. an old Dragon no, Ball I Z. I commissioned this. Like the old Dragon Ball Z. No, it's from an artist that I really like. He's oh. called he's called Lobato. Because <laughs> you know that's I, what they did to Mister. I actually Popo, like right? his work, by the way. Yeah, I, like I, I actually love the, great art. The the Buruman, the the Blue Men sort of yeah. series, and, and I like that it's sort of like non like specific. Color skin, yeah, no, you know, because there's not actually blue people out the there. As far as I know, is it, it reminds me of uh, Mr. Popo from Dragon Ball Z, totally. from the old Ocean dub. I love it. Oh god, yeah, yeah. When they when they when originally they made, made him blue. blue and purple because they didn't want to offend. That was yeah. that was Spot weird. On, man. I think that is more offensive that they thought that it was offensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah it would have, it would have <laughs> been kind fine. Of yeah, yeah, it would have been fine up until that moment. Yeah. And then they then they just pissed. All nobody over would it. thought about it. Nobody had noticed. It, like nobody that. cared. Fair, nobody was, looks at this this black creature up in the sky with a turban this on genie. it. And go, this genie. This is yeah, clearly. Yeah. This is clearly a racist. Th- it's like it's not. He just kind of had yeah. blackface. He had the big lips and everything. Like yeah, that. but there's tons of characters that have that. Sure, but that doesn't make it any and less offensive. <laughs> but there's characters. No, but I mean, like, there's characters that are white that have that kind of art sure, style too. Like, that's that, true. It's an art yeah, style. Yeah, that's like a And evidently, that characters that are blue. It, yeah, well, you know. But what I'm saying though, it's, it's an art style that somewhat looks. Uh, I mean, it looks strikingly like blackface. So people make that assumption, but it's not. I don't think it's just art. Yeah. Right. Like, look at there's a character. Um, I can't remember the character's name in uh, My Hero Academia, and he has the same kind of lips, but he, mm-hmm. he's like a white guy. So like, oh yeah, they do that a lot. Like, like oh, there's very, a character. Saying, though, uh, they it's a style. Nerd characters. It's a, it's a nerd character. Who's the the naked muscly angel man? The prisoner man. In, oh uh, yeah. Oh, oh, does he have lips man. like that? Too? Yeah, he does. I think so. Yeah, but um, he's supposed to have no, like the, voluptuous. Yeah, yeah. His lips are supposed to be like voluptuous no, and large. They are he's different. Beautiful. They are different. Yeah, they are different designed. He's beautiful. Yeah. So. Oh god, that guy. <laughs> I did finish that uh, that season, what? season two, of One Punch. I, I haven't. Ah, oh, it it ends with a bit of a whimper because they the first one they clearly didn't know whether or not the series yeah. was going to end. They mm. know they knew a third season was coming, yeah. so it kind of ends with uh, a with a dun dun dun. I, I'm, I'm actually. Tonight, when I get home, I'm finishing season three, the last episode of Attack on Titan. I haven't even. But I know uh, what happens. That's the problem. Oh, shoot. Like, I know all the secrets. I've now. only ever seen one. Well, they all, one. Om- almost all the secrets have been revealed up to this point. Pretty Almost all of them. Pretty much. For, well, especially the in the seller. manga. In the manga, pretty much all in of them the are. In the manga? In the manga, all of them have been revealed, so I know them now, which in the sucks. Manga. In the manga. Yeah. You know, where real people go to learn the story, yeah. not uh, your peasant <laughs> animu. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> you still need to watch My Hero. Yeah, I know. You, you I got to really do lots do. of stuff. Yeah. But it's hard um, to fit in between all my masturbation What, what else? It's so tough. I watched, it's so tough. I watched something else. Re- I, I'll save it for, for watching and playing. Okay. But, uh. Yeah, there's some other things. Oh, God, you're tweaking shit again. Well, he hasn't been in here in a little while, so I'm yeah, just trying to make sure we're... Nobody's switched the fucking knobs, though. <laughs> I, I've touched the knobs. <sighs> Do you, you touch the knobs when we're not the here? Knobs. I you gotta sell, touch you... them gently. I twist them between my two fingers, my thumb and my forefinger. Yes. Jesus, man, they're not your nipples. Just leave them alone. <laughs> Look, they need to be tweaked every now no, and then, No, they okay? don't. That's harassment. <laughs> this soundboard has been helping us this whole time. Stop harassing it. <laughs> Fuck. I'm so, looking at the levels. I'm looking at the you levels. You don't. Right? Okay, first off, you're not a sound tech, and you don't work on the Death Star, so stop touching them. <laughs> God damn it. That's awesome. Man, so, that's okay. an easy fucking job. You just, you just get like a call. He goes, do the boomp. Boom. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good you, job. You know, the, 20... crystal, the crystals are really doing all the work. Yeah, yeah. 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 You don't like, have to do anything. I always like that. There's no railing for those guys <laughs> operating. I'm like. Jesus oh. fuck! You guys must have really screwed the pooch to get this job. Well, clearly so they you're get a all... very good danger comp. I don't think so. I think they die three days later from radiation poisoning. I just safety, wanna... safety is not a concern in the empire. Okay? I just want to know the, uh, the the guy who the engineer who's like, we don't need rails. Yeah, fuck rails. Yeah. Like, no rails are too expensive. We can't afford them on this moon sized fucking. Yeah, there's gotta be a whole list of shit where they cut costs on the desk. I would love to see that document. I would love to see an ep- This is it reminds me of one of those, um, oh, what was those little animation ones that, um, they animatic? Would, no, 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 that they would do on, um, fuck, Seth Green did them where they made like little puppets. Oh, Robot Chicken, Robot yeah, Chicken, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it would be a great Robot Chicken episode where he's trying to like make a coffee maker do what he wants and he realizes it's been it was one of those things that cut costs. Oh yeah. I, I actually What the would, hell's an aluminum falcon? Is <laughs> isn't that from Robot, robot I think Chicken? So. Yeah. yeah. I, I would really love to see like them release like a blueprints book on just the Death Star and like oh, there would yeah. be whole sections of it that are just like you know story lore. Yeah, yeah. But then there's like subsections where it's like where they cut costs and shit. Like rec, like the rec room <laughs> like, and stuff like that. The, yeah. Yeah like, like there would be like the first pass of like okay this is how we should make it and then the final product of this is how we actually made it. <laughs> yeah. And they, like you could just see all the things where they like malign and you're like, oh man, you guys were really hurting when it came to this. Yeah. Uh, they, they cut Taco Tuesday. Due Tuesdays. to budget costs. <laughs> and, then, and then like the second half would be the second Death Star where they're like, we just fuck the second half of it. We're just building this part. We'll get to that. We, we're not even going to afford the rest half of this building. It's just going to be open to space. Yeah. Just, yeah. Make, sure the, go in that just make sure the gun is good to go. That's all we really need. So We, we need the gun. The Emperor's throne room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a shaft. I mean, we'll put breathers in the barracks. They can just tie those to their faces. When Bath- they get you don't even need bathrooms. Honestly, all you have to do is shit by this door, open up the door, because the rest it's of the room is open. It's just an <laughs> airlock. It's just an airlock. Well, the, where the ship's the flying out. the hangar bay's on the side of the Death Star. Because I'm guessing there's some sort of gravitational thing at work, and that's why the air's not escaping, right, from, from no, they these have, open well, they have, bays. they have uh, fields. They oh, have, uh, they? like, like yeah, why does everybody fields. get sucked yeah, they have, out? They have energy. Is fields. there actually not people standing in them when ships enter and exit? And at, like, no, 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 uh, no. Though those fields, the ships are passable through the fields. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so, it's if, like, so if you got running fast enough toward the field, you could just like run and just like jump straight through and then just float out in space. I'm not well, sure. Exa- I don't think no. we know exactly what the Kid, field interacts with. Like, how does it know what's a ship and what's oxygen? Um, the way that it was explained in a book that I read some time ago, or I think I read, maybe it was an online thing, I don't remember, um, was that the shields don't let anything pass. They just don't let anything pass at all. But when a ship has the right frequency, they they modulate their shields to the shield frequency oh, and pass through. and it kind of interacts with itself yes. and then kind of goes around the ship and then yes oh, oh so that's ne- cool. there's never a hole no at any point that's no. cool oh okay All right. it's like a bubble and another bubble touch, touch and yeah. then go into yeah yeah, yeah they space dock literally yeah. mm. okay got interesting. it interesting all right fair enough that makes sense yeah I can get behind that yeah. So I do have a topic because it's been a while since you know last yeah, yeah. time we were talking. You, you were, were last starting Fire Emblem. Hey, can 56. you take this fermented aspir from me? Yes, I can. So <laughs> you the... were just starting Fire Emblem, and I was yeah, I was kind of halfway through. So you were here on episode fifty-six. Is that it? You yeah, that was it. And then uh, yeah, there's still some IPA. Nice. And then um, so that that's what happened. And then you were gone for two episodes. Now it is episode fifty-nine, and I have played a lot more Fire Emblem. As a matter of fact, have you finished it? Well, it's, I have not finished it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
Fuck. Ooh. I've played exactly 69 minutes of it, and that is exactly where I will stop playing. Makes sense. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it, just, it just seemed like the right number. Oh, no, no, yeah. No, it's no, like, always the right number. I've probably put in like uh, seven or eight hours, I think. I've put in a good chunk of time. Oh, that's so, nothing. Into the first campaign. Seven or eight hours? Yeah. That's nothing. I've been teaching. I've been fighting. The I've been doing everything. Campa- the first time you play through it mm-hmm. will probably be at least 40. Which means it'll be 50 for me because I'm extra slow. Yeah. It took me 50... 53 hours Holy to be my shit. first playthrough. Wow. Really? I'm really looking forward to the rest of this then. Yeah. So right now I've, I've completed like three of the story missions. It's really too bad. Uh, I want to talk about the ending. Oh, really? You, you depressed me. No, don't don't talk about the ending yet. Oh. <laughs> no, I figure uh, I was kind of curious about your opinion on a couple things in the game, though. Okay. Particularly, I'm curious about uh, like the teaching, like how, how you took to the teaching and the sort of uh, pedagogy. For someone who I really don't like... Um, for the most, like Rob, Rob at some point mentioned it. I'm not huge into um, like simulators. Yeah, like you know, persona, like, right? Relationship simulators, not my thing. I choice. will tell you that a I, I loved it. I, I loved the teaching up to a certain point. Okay, there is a certain point in the story, and it's right near the end where the story like really ramps up in yeah. the last few missions. Okay. And you're like, I don't care about the teaching. Uh, I, so like, it just becomes kind just, of like a formality. You just wanted the story at that point. It's not even that you just want to get the story. Like, but you, you, you can skip it and just kind of, or you sort can go on autopilot. Sort of, yeah. yeah. But it's not quite like it's still delaying. Like it's still delay of game. You know what right. I mean? It, there comes a point where you know your characters. You, yeah. you, you teach and you do all these interaction with all these different students because you yeah. learn who they are, their wants, their needs. Yeah. You, you learn who they are as characters. Yeah. And at some point, their stories evolve and, and they have sort of a complete, their story is mm-hmm. air quotes completed. Yeah. Um, and you're like, okay, cool. And then, okay, now the story can yeah. continue. The ending, I'm, about, I'm two missions potentially or a mission away from the final boss. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to sit here for a month teaching someone. Yes. Who I already like no yes. all of my characters. He will wait. The boss of, will wait. <laughs> yeah, my skills, the, the character skills are all at like S, so yeah. I really can't upgrade the, them to me in any meaningful the, way. The boss will wait until you've maxed everything out. Yeah, <laughs> and gotten your new classes. Yeah, 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 it just has no meaning. And right. you're like, I, I don't care about this right now. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 this is not the time. I, at the early game when you're mm-hmm. learning all the characters and you're doing all the support conversations. Right. Honestly, it's so fantastic. That's where I'm at right now, and it's impressive to me how many systems are in place in this game to support not just, like, character development, but also, like, character progression. Yeah. So it's really impressive. So there's, like, the little lunchtime conversations you can yeah. have with meals that one person or the other likes to up their motivation. The motivation translates into the actual teaching. So yeah. because it gives you more rounds of teaching with that particular student in, oh, that, yeah. in that round of teaching. And then uh, there's even, like, little conversations, side conversations, where they're trying to... I can't tell if it's, like... like supposed to throw me off or if it's trying to manipulate me but i have them set to study a certain uh uh, what do they call it like learning plan goals yeah yeah their goals and then they come up and say oh hey but you know you have me learning you know like spear and flying maybe i should really be working on like spear and like axe or something like that you can choose to like say yes or no to that the characters are sort of and this is something that's a mechanic in the background that they don't tell you about and really you shouldn't know about this this is just follow the character the characters have sort of pre-built expectations of them, like the game, the programmers. When like, right. this character is good at this, this character is right. Good at this. They sort of had an idea as to what they're good at, and they kind of, it seems like they kind of start off with like what they are already kind of kind good of, at, yeah. yeah. And the idea is this game sort of is going. Oh, it, it really what it's doing is going. Oh, you're leading me in this direction. Maybe let's just tweak that because you're inspired. The idea is you're supposed to be inspiring the uh, 
the students yeah. to do something. And they go, oh, that has inspired this conversation or this this amount of knowledge that I've gained on this mm-hmm. inspires me. I kind of want to try in this direction. Mm-hmm. And you could just tell them, fuck off and die. Right. Uh, do what I tell you to do, yeah. whipping boy. Or you can go, you know what? Or girl. Or girl. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm specifically thinking of one of the characters in my game who tried to change his class on me like five times. <laughs> and I told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> You're like, listen, little bitch. You're, you yeah. are sword and shield until you no, fucking no. die. <laughs> You're going you're going fists and dragon as long as so I can get you there's going. There's a character <laughs> named Kaspar, uh, and he was really good at brawling. It's like fist weapons yeah, yeah. and high dodge, high allowed of attacks. And I, I want to be clear. He was... My character was at the end of it, but the main character, Byleth, yeah. was probably just shy level 60 by the okay. end of it. He was level 50-something, and he could out-DPS my character, no out-survive it, out-dodge everything. This guy, I would literally throw him, like, you know, you can move the characters. I would literally mm-hmm. throw him, you know, all the red lines from all the enemies that are going to yeah. attack him. It would, it, I'd throw him out there, and there'd be more red lines than enemies could actually attack him in a turn. <laughs> and I'd go, just go out there, dude. And I just send him out there, and uh, one guy would come and attack him, miss. One guy would attack him, miss. Oh, because it's melee counterattack, he's dead, miss. Like he would, I would literally just send him into the middle, and he, through counterattacks, he would kill the entire That's army. Sick man. That's and, so cool. And now take a single piece of damage. I have, a, I have a character like that, and I chose the what's the yellow school called? The yellow, the yellow stag. Um, the, the the yeah, the golden stag. Yeah, yeah. So I chose Quads. that school, and there's a character in there, and uh, she's an axe wielder. I think her name's Hilda. Oh, okay. Hilda Pink guy. hair. Yeah, yeah. Sure. She's a Badass, total badass, and she's tried to like get me to like not even put her on the battlefield, and I'm really? like, fuck that! Like you're like the strongest one I have by like a long shot. So I give her a new a new axe and send her in, and yeah, man, it's That's really hilarious. really cool. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like that the characters kind of they have their own character. And they yeah, have their own wants and needs. Yeah, and they have their own personality. Yeah. Their own it's personality. Too. How did how did your romance go? Uh, my romance went exactly as I planned it. I, okay. I went with a character named Petra. And the only reason I chose her is... Oh, what, yeah, Petra's what, fine, dude. Yeah. What you don't know is... <laughs> I'll be honest. This I don't even know why... Wait, you see the one with the face tat? Yeah. Oh, not, yeah. It's not a whole tat. It's just a, like a line. I, I, the... Yeah, I've, I've shot, a, shot a few lines her way, man. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm still in early game, but... So she... Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, so what happened was a lot of the characters in my... So I don't even know why they ever let you not choose Black Eagles yeah. as your house because the clearly the story is meant for you to choose Black Eagles. Interesting. Yeah, I, I'll, we can talk about it when you know the okay, story. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the characters in the kingdom and mm-hmm. the, the Blue Lion and the Golden Stag they all kind of get along yeah. to a small degree. I mean, the alliance comes from a bunch of different people, yeah, but yeah. they're not nobility. They're not you know they tend to just get along because they're all well, from higher and they ups. they coexist in in this Hogwarts school yeah. and and their classrooms are also like right next to one another yeah so, so they all sort of get along and yeah. the, and the blue line even more so yeah they get they're all chivalrous and, right. so they get along even more so whereas the black the black eagles they're sort of imagine a world where a lot of the students are um all slaves to Edelgard. So Edelgard is okay. the leader of the Black, yeah, yeah. and she's the heir about. to the Empire. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Empire just went and conquered a bunch of kingdoms and said, you're mine now a long time yeah. ago. So a lot of these students are noble people from that kingdom. And Petra, for example, is one where her country was taken over a long time ago, right. lost a war, right. and she was taken as prisoner. I forget what they call them, like a ward. She's yeah. basically yeah. a ward. Oh. And so she likes the Empire because she cares for them because yeah, she yeah. grew up with them, yeah. but she's not from them. Interesting. And a lot of the other people are like that too, where 
they don't really get along in the Black Eagle. See, this is the crazy thing because, like, you have this whole perspective on it that I have no clue about because I've been following the story in the Golden Stag, which I'm not that deep into yet. Yeah. To know, like, like who's for it, who's against it, that kind of thing. Uh, it's with the short-haired guy who shoots the bow. Can't remember his name. I just call him Wussy Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's this other guy with a spear who's like a noble, and I call him Wussy Boy too because I, I can't remember their names. But that's hilarious. Yeah, there's so many names. But uh, I yeah, I can remember almost every single one. But it's just crazy, like how nuanced that story is. Yeah. So yeah, it really makes you want to play through again. I can tell you, even though I'm only like eight or nine hours in. No spoilers. My final say on this yeah. is basically the thing that sells me on the game is there was a moment in the game where I literally was angry because I got betrayed. I was angry with betrayal. Probably Bernadette. <laughs> yeah, but fucking Bernadette. Fuck no, there Bernadette. was a moment where in the story someone betrayed me, and I was literally pissed. Really? I was really I was in the real world. I'm like, you fucking piece of like shit. a character you were leveling up and working on and betrayed me. Yeah, oh, and I was like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say who and I'm not gonna say what. Did you get to battle them at some point in the game? Oh then? fuck yeah, hell I yeah, I dominated dude. them. Hell yeah. The the, re- the the rest of the game was a good portion of the game. After that was me going, no, 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 no. Fuck you, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. <laughs> you think you're gonna fucking take this from me? No, no, no. no. I'm gonna turn this around. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck you up. And at the end, they're like, oh, oh, peace, peace. I'm like, no, fuck you. No. You yeah. had peace. Fuck you. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I played another game like that. Actually, um, what's it? Uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. Mm. You ever played like the MMO, though? The MMO. Yeah. Oh, um, I have yeah. So there's a character that you get as a companion. And for the longest time, he's kind of like your like strategic advisor in a way. Like really, really intelligent character. Sounds like HK-47. No, no, no. no. He's, like a, he's like an Imperial officer. Oh, okay. And like I'm like, man, this guy's my bro. This is awesome. Like I'm like I'm the strength. He's the brain. We'll do this together. You're like fist bumping so, yeah, the whole exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm super psyched about this character because he's like he's really really cool. And you get to a certain point in the storyline, and he and he backstabs you. Oh, I felt so betrayed great. that he was my only healer uh, that I had as a companion. I ditched him for the fucking droid that you get at the beginning of the game because <laughs> <laughs> the droid could also heal. So I was like. Fuck you. I don't want you in my party anymore. Yeah. That's hilarious. And I was That's like, I was, I was legitimately angry. Yeah. To the point that I actually I actually went on my way to go get a skin that made him into a zombie. And then yeah. I, just, I just assumed that he was no longer living. He was just yeah. my zombie compatriot. Now. That's how you know a game is good when you care about what the characters do. Yeah. Yeah. When it makes you do something mechanically that makes you go, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, and you get emo. I don't mm. get emotional about a lot of games. Mm. I enjoy a game. I enjoy strategy. Sure. I enjoy that. But I don't usually get that emotional. So when I get as emotional as I got, yeah. that meant I was invested in the characters. Yeah. And for a game that's all about the characters, yeah. that means it did its job. Wow. And I'm happy. And it was the best money I've ever paid. It that's was, awesome. It was great money. Work, well that's worth awesome. it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to the rest of it then. So I'm 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 deep in, so I'm gonna keep it going on that. But I, I will make sure that uh once we finish I'll let you know and we can commiserate over the uh the end of the story. Or if it's is it, is it the same, do you think, for each house? Ish. There yeah, are yeah. differences. Okay, very good, very good. Yeah. So then we'll be able to compare and contrast then. So uh yeah, that's Fire Emblem three houses. <laughs> so the, the official update. So nice. We've been waiting. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's been waiting. I, I think it's a cool game, but I just haven't gotten into it yet. Oh, no. it, it's great. Um, how 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 much time have I had? I'm level eight in classic battle. Yeah, <laughs> that's how much time I've had. Little news on that, but I wanted.
Well, there there is a development in the Joker movie situation. So obviously, it just aired at the Venice Film Festival. It was a big deal. Uh, my understanding is it got an eight minute ovation once the film was wow. done. It actually won the top prize at the Venice Film Festival. Shit. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> That's so great. It's it's an amazing bit of news, and, and I'm completely and utterly blown away that it's actually reality. It's actually a pretty good idea. So there was a, I guess the director or producer or something like that, I forget, there was a an interview done somewhere, a, just a written one, where the guy talked about how what it took to get that movie into production, because mm-hmm. R rating, yep. you know, plus it's kind of out there for, uh, you know, It sounds a like a psychological thriller or It something. more is. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what he wanted. It's more of a... He was very. He's a Scorsese pupil, so yeah. it's very much like no, no. This was inspired by Scorsese. Wow. Yeah. He he said as much. He openly said that. Yeah. But to my understanding, this was very hard for them to get. And what happened was, so they were in the development. They they finally he did uh, he did a movie that grossed really well, which was The Hangover. Remember, this is the same director as directed mm-hmm. Hangover. Yeah. And he did that was a really low budget, high grossing movie. Yeah. So that's how F- he got financially it was fantastic. Financially it was fantastic. And that's why he got their ear. So he was able to finally get them to pitch this idea. And they listened to him and they've he pushed, he pushed, he finally got it, and then they had a like a changeover in management. Then he had to re push oh, it all. And it, it was just really difficult for him. And eventually he got it through, obviously. Yeah. Uh, with some changes here and there. And I guess he was discussing that this could be a I think they're they gonna call it DC Black universe. Yeah. It's so like they're gonna he who was originally pitching like an idea of we'll call these like, they'll make another series of these psychological kind of DC stuff. Yeah. And they'll call it DC, DC Black. Black. Uh the management at at that time kind of said, How about you deal with making one fucking movie at a time? Yeah. Which is a good answer. It's a reasonable answer. Well, um it's yeah, a reasonable I, answer. It's a reasonable answer, but is it a good answer? Not necessarily. But well, go on. If it, it clearly it's going to do well, so I would love to see a lot of the other DC movies. Even I would love to see a Superman movie treated in this same psychological level. Yeah, you, you know what? Um, and it's possible too because we've seen things like One Punch Man, where you can do the psychological torment of a character who's effectively immortal. Yeah, yeah, so you like, can, you can. Especially if you watch, you know, you we've seen the boys, and you look at, yeah, you know, um, front. Uh, Homelander. Homelander, thank you. Yeah. Um, you could do that, and I, I think yeah. it would be very interesting to see the psychology of that kind of stuff, because that's the weird part about the DC, is it's gods among men, whereas Marvel is powerful people among men. You know, it's not gods, per se. Well, Thor. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> they're not, like, super... But Thor would easily lose a battle to Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman's not even the strongest in the DC. You universe. think? I think they'd be pretty evenly matched. Thor would get his ass fucking whooped. He can fly away. Sure, but as soon as he loses his hammer, he's fucked. Yeah, yeah well, the, th- the, the thunder gone. comes from within you him. You know, it, yeah. that would be interesting, actually, to see, because I bet you any money that if Wonder Woman got her hands on Milnir, she would be able to be worthy. Oh, she'd be worthy, yeah. Probably. That'd be great. That's a good point. Yeah. So now he did direct, his name's Todd Phillips, so he did direct uh, the first Hangover. Yeah. He also directed Hangover 2 and 3, so there's a little bit of a blight there. But he started off his first big movie that, that you'd probably know as Road Trip. Uh, that was the one that had Tom Green in it, yeah. I think, way back in the day. Tom <laughs> Daddy, Green, Daddy, would Amy you Smart. like some sausage? sausage fart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with the, with the sausage fart. finger. I think that was Road Trip. And then, uh, God damn and then he also did Due Date. So he's done like a lot of comedies, which is interesting. Yeah. It is really strange. Yeah. And then, and then uh, I'm trying to see, War Dogs is maybe the only one that he's yep. done that is a drama uh, before this. That was a good movie, too. 
Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed drama. Dra- I think they called that a uh, dramedy. Yeah, so it's a comedy. Yeah, drama. it was dark, dark comedy, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then now, Joker. So he did He's... have a role in other movies, just in terms of producer. Looks like for A Star Is Born, which was, uh, I think, that was Oscar winner for Best Picture. Yeah, pretty sure, wasn't it? With, with uh, what's her? Oh no, no. Singer. Did we? Was it? Yeah. Or was that this? A year? Star Is Born. That was fairly new. Uh, okay. That was the one with what's her face, the singer, and uh, yeah, yeah. what's he, his face from Hangover. He was he was a producer on it anyway. So uh, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, and yeah, yeah. it was ac- it actually the only reason I know about it is because it got famous because everyone there was a they Lady Gaga and what the fuck is the guy's name? I know he's from the Hangover. From uh, the hangover. Fucking, I kind of like him. He's also from uh, uh, the movie with the guy who takes drugs and he gets like smarter. Oh what? yeah, Limitless. What? Brad no. Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Bradley yeah, Cooper. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, Rocket Raccoon, that would oh, work too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bradley Cooper. Uh, so they had like a, a an on stage scenario where they did a duet, and there was the the duet was supposed to be romantic because the the actors. Oh, you're talking about the actual Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, 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 they performed it. They yeah. performed it. So they there's this movie where these two have a a romantic relationship in the movie, yeah. and the two actors did a duet at the Oscars, and there was just a lot of like these actors were fantastic, and I say that because. Everyone's like, "Holy shit, we're picking up like real romance." Like, you guys yeah. probably have something going. on. Are they on. in love? Are they in love? Yeah, yeah. And then and it became a huge drama outside of it, and everyone's yeah. like, "No." Well, they, they've actors. all said, "No, we're actors. We're acting. Like, yeah, this is what really we do." Good at manipulating people. Yeah, they're yeah very yeah. good at it. It's funny because uh, what is funny about that is they they're like, "No, this is just acting. This is fake. We don't actually <laughs> care for each other." That yeah. was just really good acting, and everyone really believed it. And then later on, Bradley Cooper and everyone, his wife even said the same thing. And then Bradley Cooper yeah. and his wife are divorcing. So, so we're not, no one's one hundred percent sure on that one. Well, so, I mean, there, there's even if you fake something, there's a there's a, a, a sliver of truth to most. Yeah, but either sure. way, they did a good job. Um, then that yeah. is a drama. Sure. So, <sighs> but I do think it's kind of weird for like this is, movie is weird for him. Well, we discussed it, it is. It's a little bit offbeat considering his career so far. And one thing that we discussed last time in in sort of just in passing is a very short bit, is that this takes place in 1981. Yeah, so basically older. it's before a lot of technology is proliferated, no cell phones, no cell phone videos, no YouTube, stuff like yeah. that. I, I'd be really interested to see if based on this, if maybe they try another one-shot DC film, like maybe a Batman that's based in that same time period. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? With technology scaled back, with the expectations of that scope kind of scaled back. Because you know what? You remember like where Dark Knight Returns, like how how grandiose that got. I mean, there's like a nuclear weapon, you know, dirty bomb about to be dropped <laughs> at Gotham, and it's like in there. He uses everyone's this, cell phones to yeah, track everyone. In yeah, the Dark yeah, Knight. there's massive plan, and yeah, Dark Knight, same thing. It just got it got so grandiose with the scope of the of the technology being used, which isn't you know isn't something that Batman wouldn't do. Certainly, Bruce Wayne has the money and the technology to do it, but it would be kind of fun to see a Batman movie scaled back. Uh, to be to be maybe more along the lines of what we saw in like 1989. I would, honestly, Batman. I don't even care about the age period. I would like to see Batman be treated in the same psychological level as the Joker. Totally. Because as far as I'm concerned, totally. Batman as a character is as mentally psychologically insane. Yeah. As Joker. Right. Yeah. It's just different levels. Yeah. Like one yeah. clearly works for good and insane good versus insane evil. Yeah. Yeah. Which obviously is dressed in probably at this point more than one Batman story run where he oh, actually well, begins to take on qualities of the Joker, oh, yeah. right? So it's it's just it's interesting that they could dive that deep on a Batman, but obviously they've been so action oriented in the past to be difficult for them to kind of. I would love to see back. it. Yeah, I I, I would love to. How about a Batman movie where he doesn't even act as Batman? Like it's just a psychological thriller about Bruce Wayne. 
So he could still fight. He could still mess dudes up if he's been yeah. through the League of Shadows, right? But uh, it, it'd just be an interesting thing to see. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they take a cue I'm from the success of this film. Hugely excited for this film. Yeah. I, I haven't been this excited. Even one of the Marvels movies hasn't excited. I know this year. I know, man. I know. So October fourth, man. <laughs> just so different and weird. And yeah. I like that. I think so that, cool. that's funny because I'm not as excited for the movie, um, because for two reasons. One, it looks good. I'll probably enjoy it. And I'll, and I'll definitely see it, but I'm not as excited for it because in my mind, whenever somebody looks at these comic book movies that come out and stuff like that, they're like, oh, yeah, but it's a comic book movie. And then all of a sudden now we have a comic book movie that does it really well, right? So, like, this this movie is coming out and people are, like, saying, like, hey, it's just a good movie. It's yeah. like, yeah. that is, in a lot of ways, really stupid to say because... For a long time, a lot of people who've been in this culture, who've been reading these comics and stuff like that, you know that there's good story there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People totally. just don't make good movies. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem. Right. Th- this is not, ooh, it's a good comic book movie. It's like, oh, shit, somebody finally fucking read the material. Yeah. Like, like that's all it is. Well- uh, not like, exactly. No, like, obviously, no. There's an execution. I'm, I'm obviously well, I, downplaying. I don't disagree. I'm just thinking of Batman for Superman. The fact that I thought starting off it was actually kind of a cool story, but then it just fell apart because of the nature of the film. I think the biggest deal here is, first of all, the story they're telling is not from any comic series. It's completely right. fresh. That's um, true. So that that's there by itself. But the other thing is, is this is more the guy. The way the director described it is. More, Scorsese is known for character um, investigations. Yes. That, that's what he does in his movies. Yeah. He takes a character and he investigates that character's psycho- psychology yes. throughout the movie. And that's what this is. Is I, I guess the guy got the idea as he was watching Suicide Squad. Yeah. Or, or looking at a trailer for it. And he thought, and his only thought was, okay, Scorsese does these weird character investigations. I wonder what a movie would be like a Scorsese character investigation would be like on one of these characters. Yeah. Cause they're so out there and so strange. Mm-hmm. And that's what inspired him to this movie was mm-hmm. this character investigation. So they don't, a lot of the comic, a lot of the comics are designed when you read the comics, they're designed for long, large, grandiose arcing yeah. stories and, and great artwork. Yeah. They're not necessarily always designed for the best character investigations. That, they do sometimes. The, you're right. Not you're, you're not wrong in so that sense. When yeah. you say you have a comic book, movie, comic book movie, yes, there are always the outliers, like Red Sun. That's an interesting yeah. character yeah. investigation. But those don't get made into movies because they're character investigations. They're not action flicks. And people tend to think action flicks when they think comic. But that's, that's so wrong, though. It is wrong. It yeah. should be wrong. Because but like, they, they get made into like animated features, the, right? Like we yeah, get good yeah. animated features, and yeah. even then, I think they lose a bit. Sure, they do. yeah, yeah, because yeah. because they, they, at the end of the day, they have to be an animated. Feature, well, they make them. Right? Well, they, they they're looking at it as a cartoon, so they think about it as a cartoon. They don't think about it as a way a medium to tell your story. Yeah, right. And that's where like we've been seeing a lot of like changes in anime recently. Yeah, where anime has been like, hey, wait, this is just another medium for telling story, mm-hmm. and so now we're getting a lot more like very. Um, thought-provoking stories happening in these animes. Anime was always stuff like kind, that. I think they, they scraped the surface for sure, but now they're like, it feels like they're digging into it more. Yeah, anime always tried to, and that's kind of the thing that anime did, was they always did the psychological, they were very known for their psycholo- psychological thrillers because mm-hmm. there was a lot of it just people talking, and I think that lost out on that a bit. Like, mm-hmm. really, and uh, I like I rewatched Evangelion, Neon right. Genesis. Yeah. And it's 
<laughs> definitely a psychological but, thriller. But you, oh yeah. But you watched the yes, and uh, no, I don't disagree. I and completely agree. But I think you watched the old one though, right? Did you watch the Netflix one? Yeah, I watched the Netflix. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, so the old one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're right. Not the, like the movieized, no, no, no. not the the conglomerated yes. version. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> which whole other story there? But keep yeah, going. I think we talked about it better. Yeah. Uh, oh no, no, not even that. But go on. Uh, so it's it's a psychological thriller. And a lot of animes were like that, where it was just a lot of people talking anime because they could do that cheaply. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's so anime kind of got famous for a while for doing psychological stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was just people talking about their psychology. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't showing the psychology. Well, it was basically was until about. they found out that they could do like like muscly, golden-haired men yelling with like oh. the same budget <laughs> for oh, yeah. for like hours on end. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that man? <laughs> no, nothing apparently. So we all loved it. So. <laughs> We all crave it. So interestingly, uh, Robert De Niro has been quoted as uh, saying that his role in the Joker film was actually inspired from his King of Comedy role from 1983, which is an early role yeah. that he had. Yeah, and you can kind of see the flavor of that just in the previews alone. Yeah, they wanted so, him just for that, just yeah, yeah. to redo that. Yeah, he's like perfect for that role. Yeah. So it's just really interesting that uh, that they're able to touch on so much of, of a classic film homage, including the, the Scorsese references as well. There, there was a funny joke that I really liked. It was it was a comparison to between you know the old Jokers like okay the first Joker from the 1980s with you know uh, what's his face um, Nicholson Nicholson yeah, yeah. It's like how do you make a Joker back in the, that era well you dump him into acid mm. how do you make a Joker you know how do we think about making a Joker in in, in later versions I don't care dump him in acid or now all we have to do to make a Joker is throw him into society yeah 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 and he becomes fucked up yeah he becomes he's fucked mentally up. fucked up yeah and then so it kind of ties into the theory from the Dark Knight uh, Joker Heath Ledger's yeah. Joker that that he was actually ex military like uh, I don't know what he like a like a torture sort of expert or whatever right? yeah 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 so really interesting that, that he I kind of been... liked the fact that they didn't touch on the Joker's origin in the right Dark no no it was so perfect like, no he he is it he, fit that character definitely. he became a uh, an ideology not right. a person right. Yeah, yeah. And for that film, that was the right way to go. Because that's still, I mean, Dark Knight is still, I think it's still my favorite superhero film of all time. Yeah. So I love Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite. Easily? Easily. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe not so easily, not so easily for me, but yes, it is still. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, that's true. Let alone just superhero. It's true. Interesting. So good. Hopefully, we get back to that. Why? What do you think it would be my favorite? No, no, no. No, this is just, uh, this is something that we'll have a conversation about later on. Okay. Uh, cause I, I need to dig into that, but I don't want to, I don't want to dig into it for a full hour here. Okay. Uh, and now, but we'll, we'll talk about it after we do. Oh, it should we'll definitely talk... be recorded. Yeah, no, we can record it. Okay. Um, uh, actually no, we should definitely record it, but. Oh man, the last uh, two episodes were, yeah, it was just, it was rough without you, Adam. <laughs> we <laughs> lost our way. Me, can you? We lost your, we lost our way. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's literally in the notes. Good. You know what the fuck that is? Good, we'll talk about. Okay, you're, oh, okay. you're gonna is love. the only thing I read by accident. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, well maybe we should just uh, rate each one of these topics uh, out of how many curry dexes do we think it is relevant? So, <laughs> no, no, it's uh, two out of three curry dexes. No, he he won't get it, so it's not good. We but should. he will get it. Nah, stick to schmeckles. Okay, very good. <laughs> 
So uh, first thing, and and they kind of led with this, which is quite surprising, but Nintendo Labo Porn is finally coming to the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Are you serious? No, of course oh, not. Oh, Jesus on, fucking man. Christ. Obviously not. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, all, dude. Okay, to, to be fair, there is a way for you to run Android apps on your Switch now. Interesting. So, what? yes, you so could Chrome. definitely okay. do porn. Stop. What? Yeah. People have accomplished it. How? I, I'll i be honest and say I don't know how. Okay. But there were people look who, it up. who were playing like Pokemon Go and shit on their Switch. Oh, neat. Yeah. I, d- I don't know much about the Switch itself, the, the unit, but it seems like a tablet to me. So, like, I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe it just operates like but a tablet. figure out how to run Android. So, if you can run Android, because remember, Android has that slider thing where you can take your phone, put it into the cardboard slider to get you fake 3D. Yeah. And so you can watch porn right on it. So, yeah. Labo porn is the thing. Boom. I'm not joking. Finally. Welcome. I don't know the mechanics of how exactly they do it, but I'm sure it wouldn't take me long. I just yeah. don't care to do it. You're welcome, yeah. Nintendo. We figured it out for you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, That's what we're here for. Where there's, a, where there's a dick, there's a way. There's a, where there's a boner, there's a way. Where there's a boner, there's a way. <laughs> I think I don't think that that's that has to be sexually specific. No, it doesn't. You're good point. Absolutely not. <laughs> Where there's a horny person, there's a way. Yeah, yeah. Good point. <laughs> yeah, no, I, <laughs> I had to throw that out there. Well, good for you. No, we're that kind of podcast, so I appreciate it. <laughs> so this Nintendo Direct was on the fourth of September. It was presented presented by Shinya Takahashi, or I guess Takahashi Shinya San, and he is the, and this is a mouthful. I had to look this up. He's the general manager of the Entertainment Planning and Development Division and supervisor of the Business Development Division and Development Administration and Support Division at Nintendo Japan. Okay, hold on a second. Is I'm that, not even fucking with you. Does that acronym to anything? No. That feels we, like it feels like it should be like a acronym, shield like, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, a secret acronym. <laughs> yeah. That says the boss. <laughs> so en- entertainment planning and development division would just be like uh EPDD, SBDD. And D A S D and J. The acronyms don't make it any shorter. It's, it's intense, man. It's intense. Anyway, so I had to look up that man's title because I had no idea who he oh was when God. I first saw it. So that's what's going on. I want to see that business card. Oh my God. <laughs> I really want to see just, that business it's card. It's like as long as your arm. <laughs> but yeah, it's in Japanese, red top to bottom. And yeah, it's like it's super, super long. Yeah, oh yeah that's God. how it would be. So awesome. let's see. So that, that was the first part of the direct. So oh, very wow. exciting. You got very far. So yeah, far. yeah, we're, we're doing good. Uh, so Overwatch is coming to the Nintendo Switch okay, on October fifteenth. So Blizzard, Blizzard jumping in on Switch craze here. Good for you. I mean, I that's mean, not new. They did Diablo first. So oh, yeah. true story. Diablo yeah, I yeah. mean, it is what it is. It, good for them for making it available to people yeah. that play the Switch. Yeah, so really people, looks like a good anyone, hero shooter anyone, to be on the Switch. Anyone who wanted the game, can, I'm happy for you. If yeah. you wanted it on the Switch, you now have it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's yeah. I cool. mean, ultimately, I think every game should be on every platform. Yeah. Uh, there are some games you just can't run on certain platforms. Like you can run an Uncharted. I under, I understand that, but I mean, like any game that can be run on that system yes, should be ava- available. On I the hate system. the idea of, of exclusivity. Yeah. yeah, Overwatch seems like uh, with the proliferation Nintendo on, Nintendo Switch Online, I think this just makes sense. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see there's a hero shooter coming to the Switch, yep. kind of keep people on board yeah. playing. Uh, next big bit of news was Luigi's Mansion Three revealed multiplayer. So there's mini games that you can do in the multiplayer using his little vacuum, different yep. functions of the vacuum. Uh, so it's basically, so, little brother player two is that what? They're yeah. Saying? That's yeah well, yeah, are. it's up to four player, but yeah, it's yeah. It, it's kind of it looks so, very. Wait, what's down. the second character for co-op? It's just other Luigi's, I think. 
Oh, it's too bad because I'm wondering if there was multiplayer and <laughs> Mario was player two. I think that would be hilarious. Well, there's also like a Guigi. I think really you're, you're always Gooigi, up against yeah. Guigi. Yeah, yeah. And that has a 10:31 release date, so October 31st. Nice. Amanda yep. will like that because she loves. Um, yeah, Mandel. I remember Luigi's Mansion two being a fairly long game as well. So I, th- I think that's that's the route they'll go with this one—a fairly comprehensive it. game. It was, it was a lot of uh, go back and forths, but it was good. Yeah, it was a good yeah, game. It was a good game. Better than like the first. Kind of like Metroidvania in that way. Um, it was um, like you know, in all honesty, it felt like it was uh, Mario sixty four, but Luigi. Yeah, yeah. like you know that level where you go into the haunted house. Never played Mario sixty four. What? What the fuck? I never owned. I've what never is... owned a sixty four. Jesus life. Christ, Adam! Is that not being emulated for the Switch yet? Uh, no, no it is I'm not, not going to play a 64 anymore. It's a waste of my time. However, a Nintendo 64 game did get announced in this direct, so we'll get to that. Okay. But no, definitely no Mario 64 yet. That's but dude, bad. it it holds up. It's a fucking good game. Yeah, no, it is. It really is. You got to play it. I don't know how. I don't know, but I'm sure you can Mario 64, I've seen it. It does not hold up. It definitely holds I'm up. I'm way better off playing Galaxy. Dude, it's like a puzzle platformer. Oh, no, it holds up. you're not. No, Galaxy's not as good as Mario 64. No, seriously. What the fuck? No, that's, that's legitimate. Yeah. Like, it's not as good. Yeah. I even kind of still like Mario 64 more than Odyssey. <laughs> so wow. Odyssey was like the follow-up to Mario 64. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Definitely worth playing. So anyway, we'll, we'll move on from this. I Somehow. I don't know how, because it's all I'm thinking <laughs> about now. So... Uh, there's a uh, uh, interesting terminology here, quote, free to start Kirby game that they announced as well called Super Kirby Clash. And instead of free to play, they're calling it free to start. So obviously cost or yeah, price there, comes in somewhere yeah. in the game. It's a multiplayer Kirby game. Uh, you could do it on local or online multiplayer. It's a better naming scheme for that it. That is more honest. Yeah, yeah, it is more honest. And it's a job-based boss fighter. And it doesn't look unlike uh, Super Smash Brothers. So it takes okay. place in levels. There's big bosses, and each Kirby that well, you have for the has a separate part, role. Has been against the free to play slash free to start games for their own branded material. Their own branded yeah. material. So this is kind of the first they're really getting into that. Well, Aside they experimented with game. it a little bit on because uh, wasn't like Mario Run free to play. Mario Run was yeah, yeah. So, so, so they've experimented. Right. No, this is ah. actually on a Switch. I don't think I've ever seen one of their Switch the, those games lines. Those lines yet. are going to disappear over the next couple of years. I think so. I hope I, so. And I think that's upsetting because I, I really like Nintendo for not. Buying into that yeah, series. so for instance, like a, like a uh, Super Smash, we, I, I could see a future in which the format is like this, where you just pay for new content as it comes out. Like I, the Hero Passes that we have now? Well, uh, but I mean like without <laughs> having the purchased passes, the main actually. game. I, to yeah, me, that's, yeah. not, that's not free to play. That's just DLC. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I think More that, news about that, too. <laughs> I think oh, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that it's going to be... It's going to be interesting to watch because that model has a lot of things that are good with it, like the online like pay-as-you-go models. Yeah, They have advantages. They have clear advantages. But at the same time, uh, they're not where they need to be yet. So people need to step it up. I, I think it's just that they're too, I don't want to say greedy, yes. douchey with no, it. No, no, no. Douchey, they are. I think, is a better word. You, you know why they're actually They are whoring greedy. Kirby out for this, for sure. No, it, it is very <laughs> greedy, actually, because if you look at certain games, there's certain specific games you can look at um, that are not, like, Orna is not very greedy game. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now, um, what is a greedy, greedy game is, like, Marvel, was it, like, Strike, something like that? Yeah, Strike Force. Strike Force, Force yeah. I've got yeah, it, actually. Yeah. I've been playing it. I, I refuse to, pl- to pay money on it. Right. But, like, the reason why it, it's so aggravating for me is because I look at the cost of some of these things. It's like 20 bucks, yep. 30 bucks, whatever yep. for like these like bundles. And it's not even a guarantee on what you get. And oh, the reason why loot box, yeah, bullshit. It's a loot box yeah. bullshit. But here's the thing though. The reason why those are so expensive is because the majority of people don't actually purchase them. Right. 
they so the few that do are funding it. They yes, go for the whales, exactly, and they that's a technical term, by the way. Yeah. Is it really? Yep. Whales. The, the yeah. people who will spend money on that stuff. Yeah, Moby yeah. Dicks. Interesting. Yeah. That most most free to play games are funded solely by whales. Yes. Yes. Interesting. That's one hundred percent true. Hmm. And because what it is is they they have so much money that they don't like to them it's like a dollar or two dollars for these twenty dollar bundles. Well, I know people who don't have a ton of money who've gone in for a lot of money on some of these games yes. as well. Yeah. So yes. They've basically been taken advantage um, so of. So that, that's the model that they play on. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and it's a successful model. And I hate it. Wow. Well, it's coming to the Switch. Uh, it's already available <laughs> on September 4th. Yeah. So they put it up that same day as the Direct. So next big title reveal, and this was pretty cool, especially if you're into classic gaming, classic RPGs, and or giant boobies, because so, that was a major showcasing part of the preview. Uh, Mana 3, Trials of Mana Remake. So, which mm-hmm. looks really Sorry, actually, good. Uh, that, that's, that that's a remake. Off. Not a, not a, it's a remake. It's, it's, not it's a full re- remake. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's not a remaster. I'm actually a pissed off at that. Not a remaster. Honestly, Why? if you're going to play the game... Just go fucking play um, the collection of mana. Yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't have the 3D boobies. You know, it also doesn't have. Yeah, it doesn't have fucking co-op uh, like Trials of Mana does normally. Oh, interesting. Yeah, for well, whatever reason they. I, I didn't. Co-op. I didn't. I didn't write it down explicitly, yes or no. But I'd be surprised if the original had it and Trust this doesn't. Me, I checked. Really, Amanda and I wanted to go play Trials of Mana. Her and I were yeah, yeah. playing Trials of Mana, and. We were like, oh, the re- we saw the remaster while we were looking it up. Yeah. And we're like, oh, but it doesn't have two-player. And it doesn't. Well, question. Would you go in if it, the original game came with this as like a bonus? I, I wouldn't care. I, I'd want oh, to okay. the original game. You would just still go get the original game somehow. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not Chrono Trigger, so it's not good enough of an RPG <laughs> for me to get it by itself to play by myself. That's true. Is it, was it SNES? It might end yeah, up on the uh, yeah. It might end up on the. They already, uh, they already put it out. It's uh, the collection of mana, the original game. It, it's on Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah. All three of the. Okay, you're getting confused. Do you talk about Chrono Trigger? No, you're talking about mana. You're talking yes. about mana. Okay, so the oh, it's the, available for purchase on its own. So the three games. Yeah. Uh, Sword of Mana, Secret of Mana. Yeah. And Trials of Mana. No, no, sorry. So the first one is actually the Final Fantasy game. I forget what it's called. Uh, something, something quest or something like that. I forget. Okay. It actually doesn't have a mana game. Sword of Mana, yeah, or which is also known as Secret of Mana, yeah, and Trials of Mana. That's how I would know. Are, Secret of Mana, yeah, are all are all three in a bundle right now called Collection of Mana. Oh, and they're I the see original what you're games. Okay, very good. And then very they're good. doing this remastered, which is a whole different thing called yeah. Potion of Mana. What it's called Potion of Mana? Potion now of mana. I know you wouldn't <laughs> buy it then, but what if we animated in giant breasts? Would you buy it then? You can see them everywhere, though. Yeah. But this is like this is like a case study. This is like what they did at Nintendo headquarters when they were coming up yeah. with this plan. You know, so I, that doesn't sell. They me. were like, "I'm not young anymore." Because yeah. there was some blowhard. But not even remember them. the blowhards? Remember those oh, guys? A fork them. knife. What the hell's a fork knife? Those guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always just like, imagine them as uh, <laughs> as uh, shit uh, from Spider-Man, uh, Daily Bugle. What's Jonah, Jonah Jameson? Jameson. I always just imagine a. <laughs> A room of just him. Like I want a bunch pictures of, of boobies. Give me pictures of boobies yeah, yeah. right now. What yeah. if they had enormous breasts? <laughs> yeah, like, but like it's a bunch of different ones around there, and then one Alex Jones in the room, and like they all, and they they're all like the leaders of these massive companies. Make the title giant breasts. That'll sell paper. Yeah, it's like, for the intellectuals. It's for the intellectuals. <laughs> but like that's how I imagine the majority of these boardrooms going because they they always feel so disconnected from like the reality yeah. of what people want. Yeah, there's one guy in there yelling alien human hybrids. But like, human hybrids <laughs> like, it, it's really prevalent in uh like I'll, I'll talk about it later i watched the first episode of carnival row but i'll talk about it and we'll Ooh, play and watch i gotta it. see that oh ah, 
Don't know You're what you do. Me. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me distracted with Colony. Okay. You're watching Carnival Row. No, no. Oh, remember God when I it. remember when I got on the Discord and I was like, okay, watch the boys now. And now now you've heard yeah. I've watched Carnival Row and what? Did you, there, did there you was have, no message. Did like you ever that? see the message for that? No. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Now, now I've only watched episode one. I'm going to watch a couple more. Okay. Because cool. I, I, I am a firm believer of episode one should never be what you judge. Well, tell me, I usually go three episodes. Yeah. Three episodes is my line. Uh, I will go five. Tell okay. me. Yeah. So tell me if it's worth watching or not at that point when yeah. you get there. Yes. So, cool. Because uh, three, you're right. Usually you get a good feel by three. But five will let you see the initial arc kind sure. of come to its kind of its, its crescendo. And that's when you know for a fact if you like the show or not. That's true. Sweet. Um, but for anime, I'll go eight usually. Yeah, anime it takes a long time to get anywhere. True. So that is coming out April 4th, 2020, if you're into that. Uh, Return of the Oberdin is finally coming to the Switch. I think you mentioned it before, Rob. Mm. Uh, indie title. Originally came out on Steam, has since been on everything else. Sure. Return of the Oberdin is basically, it's a, it's a puzzler at its core, right, where you're like an investigator for the East India Company, and one of your ships has washed ashore after being gone for some time. There's no crew left, and it's your job to find out what's going on. You have the magical power of being able to see what happened back in time. So you can go to different places on the ship and watch different pieces of the story play out and then piece together your investigation based on that. The real catch here, and you got to go and look up the art style because I can't really describe it. It's like uh, it's the, one of the more unique art styles I've ever seen in a game. So it's 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 black and white, but it's not like bad graphics. It's just really interesting. It's really unique. Okay. It's really hard to describe. Uh, <laughs> I have like a no idea what this adventure. is. So no, this is not something that I recommend. No, it looks it looks really really seems cool. Like a boring click adventure, which I'm not into. So, but it is not a click. You you move around <laughs> in a 3D space, <laughs> the ship called the Oberdin, and then you see these things happen. I didn't play it. I didn't make it. I don't know. You're looking at me so judgingly, but I'm just trying to like report the news I like here. how you're like backing yourself into a corner. I know. Like he's, he's just looking at you. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's oh, such weak willed. You made my news boner go away. I was so scared. Man, just fucking, like, is your spine the constitution of a noodle? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, kind of. finely crafted Italian noodle. <laughs> yes, al dente, they call the it. perfect temperature <laughs> so that's coming fall 2019 so moving on something that needs to be um something that rather seems to be somewhat overlooked uh but is actually a really massive announcement and i say overlooked because i'm in social media a lot and i'm always looking around to see what, what what is trending what people are talking about and from this nintendo direct this didn't get a lot of attention which is kind of surprising so and that is a uh, little town hero so do anything about it nope so it's game freaks new game yeah so the maker good. of pokemon has made a brand new ip they've okay. been working on it for RPG. some time Right. And uh, and it actually looks really cool. It's an arb. It's a turn-based RPG that leverages all the townsfolk in the town that you're building up and their unique abilities to help fight invading boss beasts. Yeah. Oh, so, that sounds cool. And you get to travel cool. around the town, and depending on your relationship and how leveled up these characters are, you get to leverage their abilities during the battle to help defeat the beast. That's cool. Yeah, it does sound cool. As it, soon as I saw this game freak, I went. Okay, this is probably yeah, going to uh, be good. Well, yeah, Game Freak. They don't make very many games not, that aren't Pokemon. They don't. They, 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 that's the crazy none. thing. That's why I don't understand why this isn't getting more attention. Yeah. yeah. Even from Nintendo. Like, I don't see ads well, for this n- out there. No, Nintendo is going to be really, really, really cautious. They are with every new IP. They're that's s- true. They're, way, they're almost too cautious. Yeah. To the point that it actually smothers some of their games. Sometimes. Because I've seen a couple of games that have come out. I'll have to get a list. Because yeah. at this point I'm talking on my ass. But the, where that's happened. This um, could be one of those titles then, because in the meantime, I see no shortage of ads for like Fire Emblem. 
I'm yeah. still seeing Fire Emblem ads it, on my phone. Well, like, you, constantly. Well, the, it comes money. Yeah, yeah. Fire Emblem comes money. It does. Like, like that's it, why I'm doing, really I'm doing the thing. It like, comes they, money that all over. Advertising is like the hand job. Yeah, yeah. And they're like they need the money to come out, and it's like Fire Emblem lube. Yay! Money, they money, just, money, money, money. Out. Hey, buddy! Fire Emblem! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just totally... <laughs> Shazam! I'm doing the yeah, hand motion. Exactly. <laughs> like, that, that's the thing, though, right? So, like, when it, it's an untested IP, uh, they're not going to... They're not uh, going to put, put, put a bunch of money in The thing is, it. is the Fire Emblem Three Houses is, while it is the title of a tested IP, it is absolutely outside of... It, I know that it but is very outside of their norm normality. That's fine, but that that was not a that was not a problem because though. it's got the name. It's got the name. That's why. Yeah, fair they, they don't care. They um, just they don't care. No, <laughs> like <laughs> Fire Emblem, fantastic. Those make money. Put it up. And We're gonna get a like, little bit more into some weird Fire Emblem shit here pretty shortly. So some shit going. I haven't seen before. Yeah. And then in the meantime, we'll talk about Banjo Kazooie uh, in Smash Brothers. His release date was the same day as his announcement, direct, yeah. which was the fourth of September. I so love he's already available. By the way, I love when Nintendo does that. Oh, they always do. And that there's shit. one more it's that so made good. me even better in this Nintendo Direct. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I found out about it. and Went, oh my god, you guys! I I knew this was coming because all the signs pointed. But I love that you when you do this. I love when you're like, "Okay, we're announcing it now." Well, by the way, it's available now. Oh, that's I such a baller move! It's yeah. such a baller I move. Think, was it like Bethesda was the first one to do it, right? With Fallout. Shelter. I don't know if they were the first, but they definitely made Fallout it. Shelter. They, was they made one the of biggest them. bang, yeah, yeah, as far as that. And then also the the very quick follow up with Fallout Four. Yeah, when, yeah. when it was released, and they're like, "Oh, and it'll be coming in oh this year." In like yeah, in like three <laughs> yeah, months. A couple yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To me, that's such like a balls on the table, like yeah. dick on dick on the yeah, table, man. measuring thing. Well, like the fuck you and all you. Fucking the sweet. big thing too, I think, if I remember correctly, with Fallout Four, nobody even really knew it was coming. Yeah, nobody yeah. knew. And like, and then when they, when knew. they did the huge like the drop their concrete cock on the table, like it was like nobody was ready for it. Oh yeah. my god, I spent so much time in Fallout Four, and, and it just drives me insane because that is the way to go because your hype's not going to go overboard. Um, in that short period of time, right? Because you see, hype grows way exponentially over yeah. time. Yep. Um, but there, it'll, it'll, and it won't die. The hype that you get from that show won't die before the sale happens. Yeah. So, like, that's the way to go. Just do it that way. Maybe, and you can even probably just do it a week. A week is probably to be honest, the beautiful yeah. time. Like, no, nope, it's coming out. Oh, we're announcing it Tuesday. It's coming out Friday. I, I would argue. I would argue a couple weeks because you want people's paychecks to come in and then be able to. Like, Scoop them. That's true. Good point. Yeah, I mean, smart. from a business perspective, Good it's point. a scummy. And Nintendo's way of listening. At it, but you get that it. one for free. There you yeah. go. There <laughs> you go. So, and then uh, Terry Bogard from SNK's Fatal Fury slash King of Fighters series is announced as the next new fighter. He is the fourth out of five fighters in the first fighter pack. And then they announced there was more fighters uh, in development, but they didn't give any specifics around that. However, there was a little disclaimer on that message that maybe not a lot of people saw. And the disclaimer said, basically, uh, the, fighter, the, the additional DLC fighters that are in development will not be included as a part of the fighter's pass, which is the current pass that you purchase as DLC for Smash. Yes, there'll be a new pass probably next year. Uh, so obviously we're all thinking maybe Luigi or Chrono Trigger characters or someone like that might be included in this next oh, pass. Shit. They add a Chrono Trigger character, fuck. Dude, I hope they're dude good. Chrono and Magus, Frog, it would piss Robo, me they're so all fucking off. sweet. It would piss me so much if I, I go pay for that character and it's just I don't gel with the mechanics. Yeah. It'd be, it would piss Here's Chrono or here's Magus or here's Robo. They're great. I think he sucks. Dude, Fuck. Even any yeah. character in that game, maybe except for Marl, would be like an amazing character oh, yeah. in Smash Bros. Yeah, for sure. Maybe I mean, Luca too. Yeah, she'd be fine. She'd be fine. Yeah. What? What? Is she? She had a whip. 
she whipped what? No. What did she use? Marl used a crossbow. Yeah, a crossbow. Oh, that's oh yeah. Okay. So she could be a good like uh, distance range character. Crossbow, water magic, and healing. Yeah, yeah. But Magus would be the best. Magus would be fantastic. Yeah. With with the Sith. I mean, Sith. she's Sith. up there with Sephiroth. Like it's yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm just so over. What about a Sephiroth came? He's already isn't he a um assist trophy in the game? Uh, I, I think so. Yeah. So they must have the rights to it. They should do it. Yeah. You should go for it. Anyway, so that's the Smash Brothers news there. Uh, let's see. Oh, Link's... no. Sephiroth will come out when they release the new um, Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah, yeah. True. That's when they, he'll be announced as a fighter. Yeah, That'd be sick. Marketing on that. They'd be really sweet. Yeah, of course they're going to do it. They sync up all marketing bullshit with like the same way. Yeah. He's a great character and so sexy. And they and don't then, do it that uh, way. Let's... They're morons. <laughs> I need their job. What's that? <laughs> Said they don't do it that way. They're morons and I need their job. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, Link's Awakening Dungeon Maker looks really cool. They were showing that. Oh, Dungeon Maker. Uh, yeah, a little yeah, clip of it. They yeah. talked about no, that. I this one, I missed that one. Yeah, no. They, well, they talked about it. They alluded to it before the direct. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't even know. Yeah, like, they were talking about like, hey, we're, we're bringing back the original These were the like, first Link. And then there's going to be a whole community side to it. So yeah. you could build. You can have yeah. other people build your dungeon. Oh, that's really cool. And you unlock pieces as you go throughout the game. Yeah. So presumably you want to complete the whole game 100% to unlock everything. Okay. I like this. Awesome. I'm pretty sure the reason why they did it that way is because they w- didn't want people to just jump into the community. They wanted them to play through the actual story of right. the original. Yeah. So that's so it forced you to play the actual game before you do the community stuff because you want to get the community content. And play the game anyway because it I looks know. so yeah. cute and good. It looks it looks phenomenal. It's yeah. like when when we got Resident Evil 2, that was a confirmation like you can do a remake and it'll make you a shit ton of money. And then, but now we're seeing this original like Zelda game come out and it's a remake. And they're going to make a shit ton of money. Yeah. It's like, hmm. All right. Sony, wake the fuck up. Legend of Dragoon. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. I like how that's... I've never played it. Seriously? Yeah. It, uh, graphically, it doesn't hold up. Uh, story and gameplay are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's worth the $10 you'd pay on, like, whatever to get it. Okay. So now this is right on the doorstep. This comes out September 16th. So it's, what, a week from... Week doesn't from today ma- doesn't doesn't so matter. Tuesday next week, and then uh, next big announcement: Dragon Quest Eleven Definitive Edition. Not yeah. announcement. We already knew it was coming. Yeah. In fact, this was, I believe, this was one of the very first games ever shown in relation to what was then called what the Revolution or the NX. It was called the NX before, yeah. and I think this is one of the very first game previews they ever showed was that Dragon Quest Eleven was coming to it. So it's been in development for a very long time. The demo is up right now. It is playable, and the progress you make in a demo does carry over into the game. I just started it today. It's fucking good. It's really good. So if you want a good traditional turn-based RPG, JRPG, then this is going to be your bag. If you want something a little more technical, a little more in-depth, that everything kind of RPG, that's going to be more like a Fire Emblem, right, that we were talking about earlier. But for those fans of the uh, Dragon Quest series, uh, Dragon Warrior series, if you're into the Japanese side of things, then uh, this is going to be a really good one. Hey, Uh, wasn't there a Dragon Quest character that got added to Smash recently? Yes, the hero. Yeah, he the was hero. the third one, yeah. Oh, it's yeah like they there's variations of him, and one of those variations is the hero from Dragon Quest XI-S. <laughs> and here's the crazy thing. So two yeah, cool details time. coming to the Switch version of this game. One is that the Switch version has a fully orchestrated score, which the original on PS4 did not, Yeah, which is kind of interesting. The second is you can actually play the entire game in a 2D classic mode. Wait, what is this? In Dragon Quest XI. On the Switch. Did you say it came out on PlayStation? Yeah. It originally came out on PS4. A Dragon Quest game came out on PlayStation? Yeah. What are you talking about? They have since uh, Dragon Quest Eight. Okay, I always thought Dragon Quest was sort of no, a Nintendo exclusive. No, I lied, exclusive. I lied. Dragon Quest Eight came out on PS2. Dragon Quest Nine was a Nintendo DS game. Dragon Quest Ten was online only and in Japan. Dragon Quest Eleven is now on PS4 and Nintendo Switch. I thought they were all Nintendo exclusives. A long time ago they were. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, up through seven. Crazy enough. Oh. 
So and then well, uh, anyway, wrong. the two D classic mode looks really cool, and I can't believe you can play the entire game in two D classic mode. That's so awesome. So it looks like the old sprites and stuff yeah. like that. It's really cool. Yeah, as a guy who's never played a Dragon Quest game, yep, I'm so excited. That's what you're going to be really sold on, I bet. Yep. <laughs> if I could just make this game look really old, like that would be sweet. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong all the time. <laughs> there are some games where like this this would be better in two D pixel. So yeah, some games like. Oh, like World of Warcraft Classic. That'd be fun. No, not that one. I'd play it. I'd play it more. It'd be real interesting, but no. Yeah, it would be really interesting. I don't know about awful, but it would be interesting. So September 27th is the official release date of Dragon Quest XI. The next game, and this is where the Fire Emblem shit kind of comes back in in a weird way. Tokyo Mirage Sessions, hashtag FE Encore. What the fuck is Fire Emblem Encore? What? So uh, this is really hard to describe, but I'll do my best. Uh, so I wrote what the fuck because this is the craziest. <laughs> That's your description? Thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could have put crickets there. A little and then, more uh, well, no, I'll have to edit that in, Sound of Crickets. But it's a rhythm-based battle action title. So it looks like an RPG turn-based, but it's based on rhythm. Anyway, so it features uh, characters. I'm hearing uh, Cadence of Hyrule, but okay. Not even that rhythm-based, I think. And basically, it features characters from both Fire Emblem in a modern-day Tokyo setting and Shin Megami Tensei Huh. in the same game. And features what looks like portions of Tokyo to traverse in, in real time, and it appears to be a fully-featured RPG. comes out January 17th, and this got a lot of buzz. This was actually trending on Twitter. My, I don't know. I think I got like a half-chub out of confusion. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre. It looks sure so... Like, the preview of it they show is like half like what looks like J-pop in like video game form with like Fire Emblem characters. So it's Tokyo Jungle? What the fuck was that? Maybe. No, no, no. Tokyo Jungle was the one with the animal game. That yes. was the animal game. No, no. This is this is very different. I know. I'm being yeah. never to fucking move on. <laughs> God damn it. We're all confused by this. That's I, the problem. I, I don't I don't under I can't envision it. It's not a simple concept. My brain is like, what? I know I'm monkey. I know how to understand but hit there's things. Like, I don't understand. It showed badass concept. scenes of fights happening. It showed J pop, like CG yeah. version J pop. And all then right. it showed like a guy running around Tokyo that looked like a character from Shin Megami Tensei. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess we'll see. We'll see on January 17th. Not exactly my cup of tea, obviously. It's, <laughs> then again, Three Houses was also not your cup of tea. That is a good point. Uh, yeah. It was half my cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, but with no sugar, right? But with no sugar, yeah, yeah. exactly. Hmm. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it turns out at least interesting, which I'm sure it will. The next big announcement was Deadly Premonition 2, which is the follow-up to the 2010 horror title of the same name. It was supposed to be the scariest game of all time when it came out in 2010. <laughs> I was working at GameStop at the time, and there was a lot of buzz around this scary game that was about to come out. I'm guessing it wasn't that scary. It was not that scary. Not <laughs> at all. Not even slightly. It was very tongue-in-cheek, right? A little yeah. bit like uh, Evil Dead sort of oh. vibes. Yeah, yeah. How is that supposed to be scary? Unless that was the PR uh, working their magic. But maybe. It got, but it got maybe lost in translation. We're like, it's going to be the scariest game. And the, and the people back at the office are like, <laughs> it's like not totally scary possible. At all. <laughs> <Yeah>. Totally <laughs> possible. And they would have trolled everybody back that, then. It's kind of like, it's the, like a My uh, Little Pony. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, what's it? Fuck, that movie, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. the marketing just didn't quite know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah. So a little, little bit strange. And so on the 14th of September, the Deadly Premonition 1 will come out on the Switch. It's like a remastered. HD yep. version of it, and then Deadly Premonition Two comes out eleven, uh, oh. sorry November twenty second. Not a horror game player, so eh, looks alright. Divinity. Some, there's some horror games that are actually pretty good um, on the Switch, though. 
I don't really like uh, horror movies, horror um, games. Like I don't, I'm not a huge fan of horror. Well, it's because the majority of horror games are just horror gimmicks. Um, they're not actually games. They're they're just there to just give you a bit of they're a ride. They're glorified uh, clicking. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I know what you're you're trying to say. The answer is yes. Um, there was a couple of games. I'll have to go over the list later. You know what's my but... favorite horror game that we've ever played? I know uh, I can't remember the name right now, but if I describe it, you'll know what I'm talking okay. about. Slenderman. Yeah, actually, that was pretty good. Sl- I'll be honest, that was really good. Slender really? bitch. Shut up. Keep going. But I learned the mechanics and then to stop being scary. Oh, bummer. Uh, yeah. It was too simple. No, there was a multiplayer game that you showed me where we played online where there's like one person plays the monster and the other one's Oh, Evolve. No, 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 not Evolve. Oh, okay. You're talking about a horror theme one. Yeah, yeah. And so you're in like, you're like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. an insane um, asylum. And it's, you have to get all the keys. You have to go find the yeah, keys. Yeah, we've talked about it before. Oh, no. No, we didn't. Because you basically. No, we didn't. Because there could be one... different characters as the monster, right? No. Like, no, no. There's we didn't one... talk about this. We didn't talk about so this. There... We talked about something similar. One hmm. person plays uh... a monster, a chosen monster, kind of like Evolve. Damned. Damned. That's the one. Yes. That is, that to me was one of my favorite horror games. That was a fucking scary game. That is a scary fucking game. Interesting. Yeah. No, oh, that is it's so scary. Damned, D A M N E D. Yes. Okay. Oh my God, it is so good. It, I I, love I would. It. We we actually have to play that again. Yeah. Because that is a that is a fucking. What, what, what's the monster game. in it that you, uh, the one person is? There's a couple. Yeah. Uh, and it actually, I'm going to be completely honest with you, is really 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 smart the way that they did the game. Hmm. Um, because majority of people, when you're looking at a monster and survivor kind of game, mm-hmm. uh, go to um. Shit, what's evolve? the name? Not Evolve. No, nobody played Evolve, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't get me started on that. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> don't get him started. Not at all. I play it all the fucking time. I can't remember the name of it. It's got like uh, Mike Myers in it and Freddy. Halloween. And... No. No. Um, Mortal Kombat. No. I don't like, dude. It's I don't... a horror game. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know where you're going. Oh Sorry, you're fucked. Whatever. You're left hanging. All right, uh, Nate, <laughs> if you ever hear this version of this uh, podcast, I apologize because I play this game with you all the time. I can't remember the name of it it's right okay. now. It's okay. It's all right. No, it's such a good game, and I can't. I'm actually the like, it's driving me. Like five it's driving me. It's so actually it's okay. driving me insane right now. Oh, I he's he's going to look it so up. We'll, we'll continue. Monsters, the monsters. No, no, I got to tell you about the monsters. Yeah, you're yeah, going to tell that wrong. So, okay. All right. Uh,. Continue on while he looks that up. I was going to talk about Divinity Original Sin 2, uh, Complete Edition, available right now on the Switch. Okay. Kind of an offbeat title, but one that a lot of people Dead by Daylight. Dead, Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. Okay. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> Sorry. Do you do your Look, thing, and then I'm going to talk about Dan. Sounded Go. like a great game. So I can blast through the last couple announcements here. <laughs> so uh, the 64 game that I was talking about is Doom 64. So they had somebody from Bethesda Softworks come on and talk about Bethesda 64 coming to Nintendo Switch on November 22nd. Why? I don't know. They were talking about it like it's this big thing that everybody's been asking for. No, no one <laughs> like, cares. Literally, Not no really. one has asked for it. Nobody the, cares. The the only news of any relevance uh, for Doom, aside from the new Doom games that have come out recently, was somebody modded Doom, like the old Dooms, uh, recently to make all of the monsters into hentai girls. Oh, that's that's amazing. And it's uh, it's really lewd. That's a version I would actually lewd. play. That's a version I would play. Uh, it, it's funny though. It, it's worth a. It's worth checking it out. But it's not like, hey guys, this is amazing. Get in on the no. It's, it's like, like it's, it's like, l- like one of those funny things where you're like, yeah. ha, and then you move on. It's like watch the Jeffrey Epstein edition. Watch somebody else play. Watch somebody else play. Well, on it'll be on Pornhub. But yeah, good point. Oh, is that lewd? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's lewd. Wow. Uh, anyway, move on. <laughs> cool. Uh, moving on. Squad Shooter Rogue Company coming 2020. Looks very not great. And then uh, and then Pokemon Sword and Shield announcements. There was 
four announcements regarding the Gala region, which looks interesting. Uh, one was character customization. No surprise there. Uh, yeah. Second was Pokemon. Actually, no, that is a huge surprise. What do you mean? You could because do that they, in... No, no. Character customization has never been a good thing, but apparently they're actually stepping up for this one. Oh. Yeah, there's like actually going to be like a detailed character More than just like t-shirts? Yeah, more than yeah. t-shirts and hair color. Cause that's, yeah. Cause that's and hats. They mentioned hairstyle. Yeah, yeah so they're, they're... Well, they had some hairstyle stuff with... Like you could hairstyle your Pikachu and shit. Yeah, but uh, no. Appar- apparently, yeah. The way the article that I read on this, and I think it was a Kotaku article, could be wrong. Um, talked about how the character customization is a lot more in depth now. It's actually like character customization, not character. I select three things. Yeah, yeah. I never really. The thing is, I never really cared. Like that never bothered me. I think it's a thing. huge thing that people miss the miss the ticket on because like making your yeah. character more like either you or something that you want to aspire to look like, whatever. I think it's a huge part of the game. I it's, never it's make big my on characters immersion. look like me. No, I don't make them look like me either. I want them to look all like, like frumpy and w- old and just like depressed <laughs> with life. But like, I don't need that. I, I like the the idea that you can kind of make this like persona character sure and, and you need a good uh character creator it's for that it's funny that my persona and all my games now whenever i create a character is usually like an old dude like an old white-haired dude with with a beard yeah because that's how i feel on the inside is yeah. just some old fuck just like fuck this i'm done oh like man. my dark souls characters are all the, like just old dudes with beards who are just like i i'm here because i have to be and i'm gonna fuck all you up just so i can fucking go home to my beer so you know what when uh when it comes out if, if it comes out nice wow uh, yeah <laughs> we're a special guest on this get, episode get, get in the background um but no uh your city of heroes city of villains uh went through its whole thing and yeah. uh there's now a community game coming out maybe shrug i don't know called city of paragons effectively the same thing yeah but like up-to-date graphics and yada 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 if that comes out, you need to you need to make that old guy character like an old master Roshi. <laughs> it's not even uh, old master Roshi. It's more like old, I don't even know. If it's, it's not even old man's I don't even know what to. I don't even know. There's got to be man some Logan. Okay, old man Logan. That's a good one. Yeah. old man Logan. That's who he is. So yeah. and then uh, so character customization coming. Uh, Pokemon Camp looks interesting. It's an interaction in, inter- interactive mini game where you get to interact with your Pokemon and visitors can come and interact with your Pokemon as well. So for what it's worth, it looks I don't want people touching my Pokemon. Well, yeah. I think they get. Uh, it's like going to a park like and be like, "Hey guys, play with my kids." <laughs> Just come, come here and touch my Pokemon. Like that's so come fucked. <laughs> come here and touch my Jinx. Are, like are they are they are they going to be coming in and giving me money so they can t- interact with my Pokemon like a petting zoo? Because nope. if it's not a brothel, I'm not interested. They said they said that it affects the Pokemon like their stats level up or something like that by How interacting. Would, oh my oh god. god! Please touch my kid so he can get better. Yeah, well, that is so fucked. That's biology, dude. Of Pokemon. So there oh you go. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey man, rub my Pikachu, please. Yeah, but don't touch my Charmander there. Like, yeah. just don't. Because <laughs> oh, like, oh if, like and I'm thankful that's not VR. Because if it was, I'd run up to people's oh, Charmanders and I so clap so my hands over their tail and be like, ah, you lost your Charmander. Cops <laughs> <laughs> just running like, around murdering out. Charmanders. <laughs> He's just murdering Charmanders. Uh, the Curry Dex is where this comes at. This so Curry Dex. <laughs> the Curry Dex. Yes. So this is it's one element of Pokemon Camp that is making different types of curry to complete uh, with items you find from around the region. So and there are over 100 different types of curry that you can make. I guess this is so a this, play on the fact that English This is not love. a separate game. Is this no, it's a, in the game. This is mini games you have inside a, the game. You're making curry. Inside yes. No, but yes. it's in the game. It's in the game, though. It's in the game. So you are going to have a Pokedex and a curry deck. So like, yeah, you have a work phone and like a home phone. Same thing. That's so dumb. But one's for curry. 
That is so dumb. <laughs> That's a great it analogy. Is, it is, but here's the best part, though. I'm actually super excited I, about I it. Why curry, though? This is supposed to be. I like, think it's because English, well, English yeah, love no, curry fries yeah. is like a thing over there right no, now. No, don't like in, in like that over across the pond. Like no, an no, Indian thing. no, 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 well, no. Yeah. Don't, don't don't misunderstand. If you ever go to London, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. Okay. Yeah. But there's also a lot of South Asians in, in England now, too. It's, it's a huge portion of the population. So it, does, it doesn't not make sense that that stuff ended up there. All no, right. I, I actually love it. It's ridiculous. I don't know who the fuck put it in the game, but thank you. I don't know. The one time I was in London when I was 16, I remember a lot of pub stuff, not Because curry. that's all you did. That's all you did well, was pubs. Oh, God, no. The way that you told the story, all you did was pubs. No, I went to, like, I remember two pubs. We we stopped going to pubs because it was during um, the fuck's the the soccer the huge soccer tournament. Why would you stop going to the pubs? Because it's impossible to get a table when every time you go to go to go to a pub, like UEFA or Champions League. No, no, the 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 World Cup. Just, oh, World Cup. Just join nice. people. Just join people at the table. Yeah, I and did. No, I did root that for whatever team during, they're rooting for. No, when I was in Germany and Germany was playing in soccer, I went to the Hofbrauhaus and it was like packed, and I just sat there with random strangers and we had a blast. Nice. The Hofbrauhaus is a beer place, not a place you're trying to get. It's a beer hall. It's a but beer it's hall. A, it's a pub. literally a beer. It's just hall. a. It's a pub that's bigger. Except yeah. they don't serve food. You're trying to get no, food. The, what they do? They do serve. Ho- the Hofbrauhaus oh is just God, like dude, capital. No, like house. no, no, that's not true. That's not true. I don't. I don't was. I didn't okay, get any food when I was there. Worst. They serve worst. Amazing there. What? The I, most amazing apple strudel I've ever had. Apple strudel is not a meal. No, I know, but there, there was food there. I don't remember there being meals. I, I'm pretty sure there was. I got pretzels. Okay, here's well, the thing. You're I talking got. about Germany. He's but, talking about UK. Like, I don't no, even know I'm what's going on. No, I've been to the Hofbrauhaus. Yeah. What? No, yeah, you're way out of the loop here. Okay, yeah. so what are you We are the world traveled. <laughs> I literally lived in Germany for like 18 months. Really? How did you not go to the Hofbrauhaus? I went to all the Hofbrauhauses. Did you go to like the Hofbrauhaus, though? Which one? In Munich? Yeah. 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 I also went to Oktoberfest in Munich. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah I miss Oktoberfest, though, man. Oh, that's so It was oh. insane. <laughs> I hear it's amazing. Insane. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. It was insane. Yeah, but no, okay, here's the thing, though, is that no matter how heated I get in this argument with you, you could very well be right, because I'm going to be honest with you, I was trashed. I know. <laughs> you, you can't go there and not get trashed. <laughs> yes. No, like, I, yes. But, like, it was, <laughs> Germany was playing soccer. They won at the time when I was there, oh, like, that it would was, be crazy. It was amazing. That'd be a great time. You have the Hofbrauhaus. No, you have no idea how much fun that was. It was. It's cool stuff, man. It, it, was, it would thing. be a good time. I almost missed the bus, but leaving. not if you're just trying to get a meal so you can continue doing what you're trying to fucking do in London. Hey, who cares about that though? Just get drunk. <laughs> when you're I wasn't allowed to get drunk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. we were young back then. But yeah. I was 16 like, at that, the time. Like, that's the thing is like when I was only allowed to get drunk in Germany. <laughs> don't like I'm. I am not the person to advocate just getting drunk. But like if you're on vacation, relax. Vacation a bit. God damn it. Yeah. We'll ask our friends at Grief Burrito Podcast how to get drunk in, in the UK. So, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we should just so let them out. know that we're going to come down because actually we can get really cheap flights out there for like, I think it's like a, just over 200 bucks. Let's just fucking trip. go. Nice. <laughs> I want to go see you. Let's go do it. That'd we be should. fun, man. We'll find, we'll find a weekend. We'll find like a weekend or something like that, like a, a week that we yeah. all do. Party just in go, Manchester. Just go meet up with them. That'd be, be great. Like, hey, guys. That'd be funny. <laughs> but we just show up. Yeah, just we'll like, assume they hey haven't guys, heard this podcast. Week, <laughs> next week we'll crash on your couch. Bye. <laughs> no, I would never. Or no, like tomorrow to we're somebody. gonna crash on your couch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just landed in. Uh... <laughs> Come and pick us up. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, new Pokemon were announced. A T Pokemon that I don't really remember, and literally what looks like an actual cormorant, which is like a bird, like a water 
bird. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so and the cool thing about the bird one that I thought was cool is if it gets attacked with water attacks, uh, it actually gets like a fish in its mouth, and then it can spit the fish as like a like a counterattack. <laughs> so like an automated counterattack. That is hilarious. Kind of a cool little thing. So that's, I was pretty impressed by that. That's well, they funny. have a lot of this with their Pokemon. They have one Pokemon that gets like angry, like hangry mode. Oh yeah, uh, what is that? What is the name of the Pokemon? So <laughs> and, and then what attacks it does and shit like that. So that seemed to be a theme, like where states of the Pokemon change and yeah. change the effects of it. And I think that'll be even more pronounced in this one with Dynamax yeah. Pokemon and things like that as I'm well. Uh, the Dynamax thing, I just I don't care. About. I don't care for that. Yeah, it's like, fine. That just seems. It's like, basically just for it's, gym battles. It's a gimmick. Yeah. It's like, it's just, but to me, it feels like a stupid gimmick. But I'm would like, gym why? battles be more or less fun without that? No, less. I think I think. I mean, be... sorry, I think it's less because it's in there. See, I think because... they'd be less fun without it, because I've already done a lot of gym battles and they're that exciting. But I mean, like, they can I make think... them more exciting. Making the Pokemon bigger doesn't do anything. It but just it, makes but them it, bigger. But it literally, like, affects the weather around you, too, when you're casting major attacks eh. in Dynamax mode. But I think what happened with Dynamax is they needed, because they have the whole raid feature. Yeah. They probably thought of that, thought of really big Pokemon as the raid, and went, well, we got to build these really big Pokemon. You know what? Let's just make it a feature and give it to the players. But, like, that's the way I see it. And, and I get it. If somebody's really into it, fine, I'm happy for you. But at the same time, it's like you're you're adding a, effectively a frivolous feature. If you want to have things like uh, weather effects and stuff like that, I think that that's great. And I think that that totally belongs in a gym setting. If I go into a gym and it simulates being right next to a volcano for fire Pokemon, that's awesome. And like changes how you do the battle, yeah. fine. I, I'm, mm-hmm. gr- I'm all about that. But adding something like, they get bigger! <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I really don't. It's <laughs> no, not... I, I completely it's, agree it's, with it's, it's not, hilarious like, Unless it's like Shadow of the Colossus where my Pikachu is jumping up on top of a massive fucking Venusaur to stab him in the fucking head, I don't care. Yeah, I, I completely agree with Rob on this one. So... I agree with you too. I guess. <laughs> so I'm just thinking, your spine is pathetic. <laughs> no, no. I'm just I'm just seeing how much more information there is. Okay, I'm just going to breeze through a couple of these. Yeah. So SNES Classic launched uh, for Nintendo That's what Switch I care Online. About. It's pretty sweet. Some yeah, great games cool. that dropped with that. I'll just name a few right off the bat: Pilings. Kirby's Dream Land Three, uh, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island, Super Metroid, uh, Super Puyo Puyo Two, which is actually the Japanese version, which is pretty crazy. Like it's literally in Japanese when you start it up, huh. so kind of strange. And uh, let's see, Breath of Fire. Uh, Super Tennis, Pilot Wings, Super Metroid, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Metroid, Super, Super Mario Ghouls World, Ghosts, be fun. Oh, yeah. and Remember Legend that? of Zelda: Link yeah. to the Past. Now, granted, some people are already going to have the SNES Classic, like the Mini, so some of these games are already on there. That's oh, fine. Link There's the a lot the more. There's a lot more games, and now you can play them on the Switch on the go, which is yeah. really really cool. So, and not only that, that's not even my favorite thing. So, one of the first things I did is I have a cousin and I who used to play a lot of the Super Nintendo games together and shit like that. First thing I did. Was we went online and we played Super Mario World online. He's at his house, yeah. I'm at mine, and we're playing Super Mario yeah, World. Yeah, it's awesome. Which is awesome. Wait, best thing. And ever. so, like, this is the one thing that's been kind of blowing my mind. So we we have something uh, coming out, which is uh, Google Stadia, right? And yeah. where it's like, hey, it's a Netflix of games. Sure, not exactly <laughs> a great explanation for it, but it is. But what an it explanation is. Google would really appreciate you for. Yeah. yeah. So, but. The thing is now that we're looking at a future where games are not necessarily going to be owned, but they're going to be subscribed to a service to play rented. their right. their archive of games. What? Right. Rented. Rented, effectively. Yeah, it's, we're going back to Borrowed. rented. That's really what we're doing. But to, to be honest, I think that that's probably better because, first off, when I beat a game, I don't tend to play it again. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to play, if I'm going to pay less money per capita of game, mm-hmm. it depends on the game because there's some games where 
I keep I want to keep the game because I'm going to play it a lot. Well, the thing is though that if you're going to keep subscribed to their service because they're going to keep because if they're a good service, you would want to be. Sure. Um, you'll always have access to those archive games. Yeah. So here's the one thing that it kind of blows my mind is like a lot of these console companies on the surface, at least in the eyes of the media, seem to be panicking now because they're like, oh shit, this Stadia is coming out. What are you going to do? All of them have a massive archive of games. Take all of your old games and just make them um, able to function yeah. if it's even in an emulator yeah. on your current That's generation right. system. And you do it as like the Netflix of games kind of thing. And because when you do that, you have such a massive library at that point. It doesn't matter if half of the games are shit. There's so many people are going to find games that they identify with and love. And they will then go to you. Yep. So like this idea of researching out all these old games, it's like, yeah, no shit. People want this. You idiots. <laughs> even, even if a very small amount of people want it, that's still a small amount of people of seven billion. And the thing is like they've you've already had the operating costs to make these things. Yep. Just make them compatible, which but is not that expensive. Not by comparison. Not by comparison at all. Yep. And when you do it for a game, you usually are able then to do it for every game on that system. If you can emulate one game on the system, you can emulate Back most in the of day, almost each all game of them. was programmed very differently. Nowadays, there's the engine but, and stuff like that. But the thing they is, though, that if you but if you then. take like effectively the the digital cartridge and you load it into an emulator that does I makes it like fools it into thinking that it's playing on like a standard system. Yeah, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. like you are fine. That's what you're saying. Yeah, Just it's, make it's the emulator. easy. It's it like. Comparatively easy. Well, I know I like, that there's more. I like when they emulate the games for me. <laughs> it's part of my but, Nintendo but, Online subscription. Yeah. Nice. No, but I mean, they, and that's what it is, though, right? Yeah. That's what they've done. Speaking that's, of that's that, all you know, one thing that kind of I, I just look at it and go, "Oh, these fucking young kids are going to play these old games. They're not going to understand." There's a rewind feature. There is, and it's so cool. I got okay. to play around with it a little bit. Yeah, it's cool. I like the idea, but at the same time, it's like these sons of bitch kids. Like, I died in Super oh, Mario. Prince I didn't have a rewind feature. Dude, I, I had wish, to lose my I life. They, I so wish they would have already Persia come out. Style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I wish they would have already come out with like a Mega Man for it, just so I could play a Mega Man game and not ever die. <laughs> like, that'd be so sweet. So Mega Man games used to kick my ass. So now we're on to Rob's favorite game, uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast Remaster, getting dropped on a Switch on September 24th. It's not Academy. Calm and, down. And I'm scratching my head. It becomes Academy. Yeah. How yeah, did they, how did they get this by I'm okay with Disney? That. Uh, what do you mean? Like, is Kyle Katarn canon? No. How did they get this by Disney? Huh. This is so bizarre. That's actually an interesting question. Like, I get, I get that it already he, exists, but they would have no- already said no more. But to my <laughs> knowledge, though, all digital sales of electronic games has to be done through EA. Hmm. To my knowledge. So how did that happen? I don't know. I'm wondering if it's because it's decanonized, it's part of Legends material, then it doesn't fall under that umbrella. The only thing I could think of is I don't know. I'm okay with it because I love those it's games. It's such a small yeah. blip on Star Wars radar that maybe No, Disney it's not. Is it a remaster it's not or a, a remake? But, okay, it's a remaster, a, just HD. But they already, but it's already been on Steam, right? Yeah, the HD. Yeah, yeah. No. It um, hasn't? Not the remaster, just the original. Oh. Um, but the... Um, uh, maybe fact check me on that. But, like... How this happened, that's interesting. I want to know that. Yeah. Because like, um, if the exclusivity has dropped, I'm excited. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I don't that, think that it opens has the door for a lot of I potential. I prefer it on PC because the mouse just yeah. works way better for that game. Yeah. 
Yeah, it would. Mouse and keyboard just works. Yeah, it would. Care about it on the Switch. Um, but no, it's the I, first real like Star Wars game we've gotten on the Switch, he, though. So he, yeah, here's the thing, though, right? Um, and I, and I agree with you. It's better with the mouse and keyboard in my mind as well. Mm. I am happy that it's on there, and sure. that it, and that is Jedi Knight, Jedi Ocast two mm. specifically. Yeah. Because that was a phenomenal game that a lot of people did not get Wait, to experience. What's the difference between Outcast and Academy? I thought Academy was just sort of like Academy was like a um, it's the Brood War to uh, Starcraft. Same thing for Outcast Two. Academy is oh okay. is, is like is so like Jedi Academy. A, what was the expansion it, to? Yeah, Outcast 2? it yeah. is like we have already completed all these assets and engines and stuff like that. Let's make another staple game. Got it. And yeah. they stapled Academy on away. Got yeah. it. And uh, Academy arguably has much better um, multiplayer features. So mm. I'm hoping that they go in that direction. And it was a PC only add-on too. So the uh, the yeah. original Jedi Outcast Two, I believe, came out on uh, Xbox One, PC, and it ended up coming out on GameCube of all things. I so, don't so remember. You Xbox, do you mean Xbox? Oh, the original Xbox. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, has to be said now. It yeah, does, you're right. The OG, yeah. the OG Xbox. Yeah. So. So anyway, that's Rob's favorite game coming out on the Switch this year. Actually, Thanks, I'm more so excited. I, this is gonna sound weird. I'm actually more excited about Pilot Wings. Go on. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I'll just go through some quick announcements here. Witcher Three Wild Hunt uh, Complete Edition, October fifteenth. Assassin's Creed Four slash Rogue Combo coming this year. Cool. Uh, Dauntless. Um, I think this was supposed to be free-to-play action RPG. It looks okay. It doesn't look too good. And then uh, there was a sizzle reel that showcased a few titles, but notable among them was Nino Cooney, Wrath of the White Witch, obviously getting ported to the Switch, was a, which was a great That's PS3 a, RPG. Yes. Yeah. I've been playing Super I've actually game. been playing it on PSN. So good, man. Uh, it would be so much better on the Switch, And uh, one, one announcement that kind of snuck its way in there that I had no idea, Outer Worlds coming out on the Switch. Really? Yeah. Huh. I was floored. I, I looked it up after. I'm like, is there another Outer Worlds I don't know no. about? So it, for all intents and purposes, it looks like the actual game coming out on Nintendo Switch, which kind of throws a wrench in my plans. So because I was considering getting it on PS4. Interesting. So it comes out. But now the game it'll proper. Run, it'll run better on the The PS4. game proper comes out in Oct- October 20th, I think. However, this version, they didn't date. So I don't know if it's going to come out same timeline or what, but I'll wait if it's going to come out on the Switch. Okay. And then uh, the another big bit of news was about Animal Crossing New Horizons, which was uh, hosted by Tom oh, yeah. Nook. So Animal Crossing now introducing crafting into the world, which is great news uh, because before Animal Crossing... Perfect for that game. It yes. is. It is. And it's modernizing it, right? It's yeah. bringing it up to date because most games out there now, your Stardew Valleys, your Minecrafts, everything involves crafting now. So I think mm-hmm. this is just the easiest, quickest way to, to modernize it. Yeah, I'll lose my wife to that game. Dude, it's, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. I'm not into it, but I know that my wife would be like, Adam, shut the fuck up. You're cooking meals now, and uh, I'm playing this game. So other cool improvements. <laughs> furniture. Furniture can now go inside or outside. So you got a bonfire. You want to toss it outside? Go for it, buddy. So you can have a redneck couch? You can have a redneck couch, buddy. Fuck yeah. It's all about it. So and then uh, there's a- do, do you not know what a redneck couch I is? I know what a- what, Seriously? Yes. Move the fuck off. You want to put out a big screen TV and watch some NASCAR out on the front lawn? Damn go for right. it, buddy. Go for it. Damn right, Carl Urban. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's what this no. is all about. So there's uh, so uh, there's something called a Nook Mileage Program, which you can ex- exchange your miles for special items and recipes in the game. So ostensibly, it looks like a quest system. I don't understand what the mile. Uh, what do you mean by the mile? So you take like jobs from Tom Nook, and then you collect Nook miles instead of bells, and then you trade the miles for special things. Oh, it's game. like air miles. Yeah, like air miles. Yeah, but I don't, I don't. nothing to do with actual miles. Oh, 
And yeah, you don't actually go anywhere. But I mean, but you uh, just get new recipes. Yeah. I thought and it was kind of like remember there was in Pokemon Gold and uh, what was it? The, the upgraded version of Gold and Silver. They had they they had they platinum. Had, no, 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 no. I forget what they called them. Um, soul uh, heart heart gold and soul. Oh silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They had this little thing you could put on your pot on your belt, and you would trade. You'd put a Pokemon into it. It was like a little looked like a little. It was Pokemon a, it was a Poke Walker. It was a Poke Walker. Yeah, yeah, that's literally what it was called. Pokewalker, and you put it on your belt, and you're supposed to walk with it, and it had a little GPS, and it would, the more you walked, it would level up that Pokemon. Well, so Nintendo, you, if you're listening, here's your second free idea of the day. And when you came <laughs> back, you would uh, then uh, you would go, hey, send my Pokemon back to yeah. the game. Yeah. And you'd go, oh, you could only ever earn one experience per day. Sure. Per they transfer. had that in yellow. Sure. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Really? Yup. Did it go that far back? Yeah. I don't did. think yellow had yeah. that. Look well, it up. The Poke Walker, I remember the Poke Walker. It was a round little thing. I remember that. It had a yeah. little screen on it. It looked yep. like a Tamagotchi almost. Yeah, I remember those. So you can get um, a lot of things still in this game. Fishing, bug catching, gardening, all back. You can vault. You can pole vault rivers now instead of running around looking for a bridge aimlessly. Uh, you can move whole trees now from place to place, which is cool. And then it has up to four-player simultaneous gameplay on local gameplay and up to eight simultaneous players online. And for the online play, it actually, or or the local play, it looks like a single screen with four to eight characters running around, not split. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. So anyway, that's Animal Crossing news. I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to drop. What was the official date on that? Oh, I didn't write it down. It's 3-20-2020. So when it comes out. And then the last big announcement was Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, which originally came out in 2012. That's going to drop in 2020. So for people who've played Xenoblade Chronicles 2 on the Switch, now you can play the first and know what the hell's going on. So exciting. You guys are both on your phones. Oh, yeah. We're totally looking up this Pokemon thing. We don't even give a fuck about <laughs> what you're talking about. So it didn't give you experience. It gave you some, like, watts. But it did yeah. exist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Pokemon Pikachu unit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can be strapped to a belt and used as a pedometer. With every step, it counts. The Pokemon Pikachu credits its users with watts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks pretty much the same thing. It looks like a Tamagotchi. Yeah. Oh, I do remember that. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. this. I, I guess I just wasn't rich enough. Boom, yeah. Boom buddy. Um, more. However, if neglected, Pikachu will become angry and eventually refuse to recognize the player. Yeah, yeah. He will stop looking at you. He turns his back on you. That's funny. So yeah, uh, it didn't give you levels. It gave you some like currency. Uh, yeah, watts. I don't yeah, really yeah. know what you did with it, but whatever. I don't even remember. It. That's all I got. So that was the Nintendo Direct. That was quite a list. It was turned out to be quite a list. I cared about a total of maybe two or three of those. Yes. Or if you're listening, maybe you're one of those people who cares about all of them. I don't know. You're going to be broken in that. Oh, there's so many in there. I couldn't see everyone. I couldn't see like a single individual caring about every single one. No, I'm. But I'm happy that people are get like there's. It's a wider net, so more people are getting what they want. Mm -hmm. You may not like the same things I care. You may not care about the same things I care. I I would almost assume that the majority of people don't give a fuck about pilot wings, but I think pilot wings are amazing. Yeah, that. Oh, that one. Oh God, that one. Pilot wing sixty four was for the Super Nintendo. The Uh, the SNES one's not as good. Yeah, I like the the sixty four one was awesome. It's a good game. Good game. Yeah. Good good launch title. Sixty four people. Yeah. Yeah. Good launch title. I never had a sixty. Did you ever get the boots in that game? By the way, no. No way. Never did. Oh, really? Hmm. What uh, do the boots do? Pretty much like a free roam jumping thing. Oh, they're okay. like big. They're like um, just jumping boots, really. Cool. Like they were. Cool. 
Yeah. Little tip out there for the uh, Pilot Wing 64 players. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From Ronan Geek Fish Podcast. I'm sure if they're you. still playing that game, they know far more than we ever <laughs> to, to be been playing it constantly for the last 20 years. I think if they took like, 23 the, years. Like, the, the, the idea, like the concept of Pilot Wing 64, and they just made it into a modern game of Pilot Wings, I think it would do really Dude, well. Dude, it's got to be coming. Everything comes back on Nintendo eventually. I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get into playing and watching. One out. Yeah. So uh, for 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 yeah, my playing, we already talked about it was Fire Emblem. For my watching, I did take up Rob's recommendation to watch Colony on Netflix, which has turned out to be a very good decision. So I'm now halfway through season two, thus yeah. halfway through the series as yeah, it you're getting the good stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I can tell you that without I won't spoil anything here, but I can tell you if you're into sci-fi, if you're into you know like uh, I don't know, I guess you could just say it, extraterrestrial presence because it's in all the ads yeah. for it. Then uh, this is a really good show. There's a lot of mystery wrapped up in it as well, which I really like. They're not they're not peeling back the layers on it too quickly, yeah. and uh, and I like that there's moments in the show of uh, predictably intense violence. Uh, so some things that you just know there's going to be a breaking point, and then it happens, and you're like, oh fuck yes. Oh, so man, there's a moment really... season three you're gonna be like, fuck. dude, there's some such good moments. I just I just got past the 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 climbing the wall situation yeah yes oh dude i won't go into detail here because i don't want to do spoilers yeah. but uh oh my god oh yeah. my god it was a great scene and uh, uh and then uh yeah I your, won't go into your world view of that show is about to break down right near the end of season two by the end of season two yeah. okay cool. yeah you'll be like what is this yeah yeah so now you did mention alan schneider peter jacobson the actor peter jacobson yes. who also plays tob and house uh yeah. really really good role in this show yes he is also one of my favorite characters yeah, now huh. i love seeing how his role has kind of evolved going into season two yes so i, I won't talk about that but but man what a great show for character development. Even even the main guy, uh, Will Bowman, yeah. played by uh, I, I can't remember his name now, but he's from he's from Lost. Yeah. But a uh, really good character, and actually has a little bit of depth to him, even for being the kind of like you know gun toting meathead that I think he's sort of made out to be. Yeah, yeah, no, he he he's okay. He gets a little bit better in season three. Yeah, I think he's going to be really good into season four. Yeah. Um, because I'm interested to see what season four looks like. Because I think season four is going to look nothing like the rest of the show. So other other thing, I hate Katie Bowman. I hate her, the yeah. main character's wife. I hate her. She should die. <laughs> she needs to die, like badly. Uh, she... I've never seen a character in a TV show make as many consecutive bad and ill-informed decisions as she has made in the course of the show in a season and a half. Uh, she is so fucking dumb. Yeah, she's I like can't believe it. She's like female Walter White in my eyes. Yeah. Even dumber. Even dumb, because Walter she doesn't. White isn't dumb. He's very smart. Well, no, last but, season he was not smart. Dude, no, not the last. But season. she yeah. doesn't have it to back it up. That's the problem. Walter White was a badass, right? Yeah. So she's not. She's just a dummy. I don't know. She she has very good moments. Um, but not so right. far. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, but there there are moments I think where she does shine, and uh, and in season three I think she's kind of getting better. But it feels like her character is constantly like the writers don't know what to do with her. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah, and. And I'm kind of like watching. I'm like, it's hard to do something with a dumb character, though. Well, no, like the character Just itself. Make them comedy. <laughs> the character is supposed to be pretty intelligent, and I think there's moments where it shines through, but like it falls flat a lot of the time. It's just like, 
I wish that there was more there that she could do because it feels like it's like a lost yeah. cause. It's just weird because in the course of the takeover of Earth, and they mention it early on, like uh, Dallas is a city that, and they don't show this; they just talk about yeah. it. But Dallas, basically, the 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 people there managed to kill two of the alien creatures. Yes, and and they basically, as a retaliation, they glassed the entire city. They just completely and yeah. utterly annihilated <laughs> yeah. the city. I love that because he was like, "Yeah, we killed two of the hosts," and it's like. It's gone. Yeah, the city just is just gone. gone. So and then, <laughs> the, and the, the aliens but, don't fuck around. But They're why like, didn't the aliens like advertise this, or why doesn't the authority advertise this to the people who live in in like say the L.A. colony where this where this story is all taking place so far? Because if they saw what the aliens could do, and that there's just there's literally there's less than no point in terms of retaliation. Yes. don't retaliate. You're no. fucking dumb if you retaliate. Yes. So because they will do this to your entire civilization. Yes. But it's just weird. Like, why haven't the, they? Um, there's because people re- like Katie keep making bad decisions based on that. There's there. Okay, so it's it's kind of neat because when you look at the different resistance members, you will start to realize, especially in season three. Yeah, a lot of the resistances are they're idealistic, but they don't have the right information. They're operating on false assumptions. Right. Okay. Can, and you're yeah. gonna and you're gonna really see it. In I three. can see that heading in that direction. Um, when you when you get to three, you're gonna come back. On the podcast, yeah. and you'll be like, "Yup." The Geronimo, <laughs> the Geronimo situation was, I think, a foreshadowing yes. of, of, of those kind of events to come. And, and you're you're going to see it time and again, where it's like everyone's like, "Okay, this is why things things are happening. This is how we fix it." And you're going to see like, mm, "That's like a house <laughs> of cards, guys. Yeah, don't do that." <laughs> and, and it happens constantly. The show's really, really, yeah. really good at doing that. But so uh, like, and the show's yeah. very good at sort of raising the stakes. The stakes by the end of season yeah. one got so high, I literally oh. couldn't believe they took it that far. It goes. It was so much. It was so three. good. It was like it's it's a good pace show. But then toward the end of season one, it just went like fucking light speed on you, man. Like it was intense. <laughs> yeah. It was intense. So you got to watch it if you haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. So okay. if you got Netflix. The colony? It's, yeah, yeah, colony, yeah, just Colony. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, just, just Colony. colony. And okay. uh, and I'm about a season and a half in. I'm probably gonna try to finish it up in the next week here and get all caught up. Yeah. So then uh, maybe by the time we all get caught up on it, we can maybe do a special on it. You can do a special on it with yeah. even if I don't get caught up. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. here's the thing, Adam will probably. You, uh, now this is an assumption, and I might be wrong because with you sometimes it's a bit hard to tell with shows. Um, I think that you'll start watching it and you might get bored of it. Okay. Because it doesn't pick up fast enough. See, for you. no, ah. season one I thought was good. It was a well paced season. Well, maybe. There's right? a lot of action. Try it. Okay. Do your three episodes. I'll do my three episodes. Do your three episodes, goes. and then if you keep going, keep going. Dude, it's got a Paul um, Creed. What more could you ask for? <laughs> yeah. Ah. Boom. Boom. Well, um, my uh, favorite character, and it's going to be uh, the character name's Alan Snyder. So when you watch it, when you see that character, that's my favorite character. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you'll know why. You will know why he's my favorite Do- character, Doctor Tob. Because he's House. like he's like what I play in a lot usually of tabletop. Crazy or or the, usually the usually the characters you play are the characters you like are crazy in some way, but like super smart crazy. Oh. Super smart crazy is uh, the way I could best term. Schemer. That's that's part of the super yeah. smart crazy. They're, they're not necessarily doing the right thing. No. And maybe they're doing the wrong thing because they're maybe a little tweaked, um, but they're doing it cleverly. And you're like, oh my god, this guy's a f- he's he's a mixture between it's like <laughs> spot on description. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, these are characters that I play. Yeah, he plays them all. Yeah, yeah, no, that's like yeah. spot on description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> Rackle is the, the Rackle's key. like Rackle's like the that was fun. The, the that was a fun character. The key. So Rackle is a character where basically he was a crazy scientist doctor who. Had a daughter, but he was kind of afraid of death and so on and so forth. So he injected his daughter 
with sort of a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde mm -hmm. chemical. And the Mr. Jekyll part, I think, is the No, Mr. One. Hyde. Mr. Hyde, sorry. The Mr. Hyde part was his own persona. Hmm. So yeah. he did it in a way of, this is how I'm going to protect my daughter. Yeah. Also, how I get immortality. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so it was it was fun because it was a character, and it actually made sense mechanically, too, because there's a mechanic for yeah. it in Pathfinder, where he, uh, <coughs> through his mutagens, lived on in his daughter. So like the whole thing was like, I played the daughter for like the first part of the campaign. Classic anime. Like, like ah. Yeah, like it's like just like a nice person. They're yeah. just a nice person. It was like super bland Classic character. Anime, school girl. Yeah, like you're, you're like looking at like, this is like just a random fucking alchemist, whatever. And then I think we're on level nine is when it, it, went, it, was when, it, when it kicked in. And all of a sudden... Now I found this... my dad's old mutagens. They are supposed to make me really strong. I learned how to do these. He taught me how to make some of these. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> out of nowhere, this character manifests like Mr. Hyde style. And he's like straight evil. <laughs> I'm going to fucking awesome. cut them up. And That's I'm gonna awesome. Find he's, out he's, a he's a tick. vivisectionist. Yeah. He's a vivisectionist. That'd be fun, So man. he tends to play the crazy but very smart. Yeah. Yeah. No, Questionably Alan, evil. Alan Schneider definitely, it definitely fits, reflects It fits that. within that yeah. wheelhouse. It's cool. fun. Yeah. So that's that's all I've been up to, other than Fire Emblem and Orna. I'm still playing Orna. I'm level one forty nine. I heard there's there's been a you you posted real quickly. I think there has been development in Orna. There's been Gibbs, two developments. Gibbs, we love you, but I, I have announcement to make. I've seen your character on one area and one area only bleed. So it has happened one time, and I'm trying to think. I trying to remember the attack that I used. Uh, so might have been like X, X strike or something like that. I think I just got lucky. Just I think got a roll of the dice. Yeah, yeah. Roll of the dice. I got a critical, and I hit him for like 70, 70 hit points out of like no six thousand. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely awesome. I'm level six here. Uh, so basically, like right now, my character's rocking. Like as I see him, he has like twenty seven hundred health and uh, quite a lot of attack and, and 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 dexterity and everything. So it's coming along coming along I'm still playing some orna um the levels so as you near level 150 the enemies you're fighting obviously they don't get more xp for killing them yeah. so it takes a while to sort of hit that however yeah. once you hit level 150 i think what happens is then you get the next tier of enemies from level 150 all the way up to 200 oh so so i will be able to get more experience so you, at that hit point. A you hit a rock real hard yeah yeah so right now i've sort of plateaued and then when you hit that next tier yeah. every 50 levels there's a tier yeah. then you get the next round of enemies the next round of 50 level yeah. enemies so yeah. um so leveling up should be a bit easier here after the next couple days but oh. uh, it's pretty pretty tenuous right now so you, you blew way past us mm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, but if you switch to Stormforce, you're Stormforce already. Stormforce. You gotta join my kingdom. Okay. I need people I'll, so I can go on raids. I can join Stormforce. Please. I mean, Please. I'm, I'm so low level. Ronin Shogunate. That's what we're called. Yeah. The Ronin Shogunate. Nice. Which is kind of an oxymoron, but I don't Not care. A Nazi moron. Oxymoron. A Nazi moron. <laughs> That's what I heard. I was like, "What <laughs> are Nazi you saying?" It's a. It's a Nazi moron. It's a very technical term. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke Alex. <laughs> oh. Move on. So, <laughs> no more Nazi jokes on this episode of the podcast, okay? So we're, <laughs> we're, we're over it. But that's actually all I've been up to for playing and watching. Right. That's it. Am I going? Yeah. All right. Well, you know Fire Emblem. I completed that. I've done that. Mm -hmm. Tokyo Mirage session. Uh, I don't want to talk. I am playing Fire Emblem again. Good. Which uh, house? I'm not going to tell you. It's the same house, it isn't it? It is a different story. Oh, okay. But I'm not going to tell you what house. And the only reason I'm saying that is because... There's he... potential spoilers in that. Why would oh, that be a spoiler? interesting. So long story short is I got into a scenario where the thing I, I sometimes you make a decision in a story. You don't know the but decision. Why would there you're be making. potential spoilers there. Mm -hmm. 
We'll talk about it on the way home. Yeah, we'll talk about it on the way home. <laughs> we'll talk. I want to really. You need to beat it so we can talk. Okay. Okay. okay I'll just focus on that. Yeah. And um, so I'm doing that. I'm replaying through it for that. And I got into classic. I, I've been. I, I haven't been yeah, on the podcast yeah. for a reason. I've been very busy with work. Yeah. Um, it took took a lot out of me over the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I during my off time, which basically only happened this Sunday. Yeah. I beat Fire Emblem just before the end of. My first playthrough, I beat it like just before going on to my hiatus, mm-hmm. and then at the end of my hiatus, I kind of played it here and there if I ever sure. had energy. That's where I, I got in Fire Emblem, and I went back into Classic, and I've been playing that. But I'm not very far. I think I'm like a 15, 13 warrior at this point. Yeah, that's about it. I've been enjoying it. I was telling Rob earlier, I really like the. I'm being. I don't want to say I'm being forced, but the situations come up more often where I meet someone and I don't just look at them as a glorified NPC. I go, no, no, let's join a team. I've taught a few people how to do macros now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times where you're like, okay, you're about to do a quest. You know what? That guy over there, you two are about to fight over this quest. No, no, let's team up. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. join a party. And, team and then you're in the middle of like just escorting someone. Because an escort quest, if you want to fight over an escort, it's okay. someone gets the NPC, has to walk a fucking mile and a half, and to drop it off. Well, that whole time, that NPC ain't respawning until that person finishes. Mm. And even then, it takes time for it to respawn. So yeah. that per- the second person is waiting for half an hour or so. So you, you go, okay, yeah, let's join up. So you're uh, talking about WoW? WoW Classic. So there's people who have not played before who are starting to play the game, but starting on WoW Classic? Yeah, that's a bad idea. But because but, but, you just mentioned you taught a few of the macros and things like that. No, and... I think there's people who haven't learned. Oh, okay. Because well, a lot of people who played WoW but never played WoW Classic. Yeah, and there's a lot of mechanics. like the, But I they was... would have already known how to well, make macros. No. People in WoW Classic rarely use them. No. I'll, I'll, yeah, you're right. No, back in the day, that was rarely used. You either did or you either used it extensively or you didn't use it at all. Yes. Hmm. Um, so there's a lot of features in WoW now that just you don't need macros for in retail. And we're now calling it retail, I guess. Yeah. Um, because things are automated and made a little bit easier for you. Like Warlock Pets. Just you, There's a button that's called Assist, and it just attacks whatever you attack, and it works. You don't have to do anything special. Hmm. Well, that doesn't exist in Classic. So I had to, as a guy who, I'm like, okay, well, I like the Assist function, so I built my own Assist function yeah. in a macro. Yeah. That didn't exist back then. So, and I'm kind of, a, I'm an IT guy, so hmm. I look at a macro and go, I can fucking, you have no idea the things I can program in there. Hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. My, my, Pet is smarter than most NPCs in that game at this point. And so I was <laughs> I was teaching people how to do basic macros. And I just joined, like, I it just started a whole conversation. I was talking with someone in my party who was also another warlock at low level. And we were talking in Say, which is it, everyone can see it. Yeah. It's not just party chat. Right. And we were just discussing it. And I, it just drew the attention of a bunch of other low-level warlocks that were Interesting. around. Interesting. And we just started a conversation, started a party. We were Were chatting. people asking questions? Yeah, like... they were asking questions about macros and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh, no, you can do this. Here, here's a good website for you to look at stuff if you want to expand this knowledge. And they're like, okay, well, as you level up, will it do this? I'm like, well, I... Would I, this I scenario have happened in World of Warcraft proper? Fuck no. No. Interesting. Not a chance in the world. I mm. wouldn't even notice that they exist as human beings. It's just interesting that... There's this completely different element to it now because either either you know less experienced players are coming in or maybe people who are more interested in learning the game from the no. ground up. Think about it this way: it's the game is more difficult fundamentally. Sure, uh, monsters spawn quickly and they fuck you up. Like you, mm-hmm. most creatures, especially at the level I'm fighting right now, mm-hmm. you fight one, maybe two monsters. You're fighting one at a time for the most part. Okay, 
Like, and then you got to go heal up, or and then, yeah, well, you, you got to wait at yeah. least. You don't have to yeah. like sit down and heal or anything, but you usually have to wait for a bit to sure. heal up. You can only do one. If you fight two at a time, you're fucked. If you fight one, you're you're done. Wow. Two is is dangerous. You could win if you're good. Yeah, but two is dangerous. It depends on the class and what the yeah. There's is the, there's stuff. there's caveats. There's to caveats that. to this yeah. rule, but hmm. generally, it's if you're an average player, you're playing, you're fighting one to two monsters at a time. A third one comes in, you run because you're not surviving. Interesting. Um, unless you're a warlock with a really smart pet. So, um. Yeah. Him. <laughs> so basically, and, and, or if you're a good player, like there are but plenty of sure. Players there's, it, there's a ways to do things. There's ways to yeah. do things, but most people don't do them. So think of it like Dark Souls. Like you, Dark Souls with multiplayer. So you're like, okay, I could fight this boss. Like how many times? I don't know if you ever played Dark Souls. No, I no. Look, it's a blight on my gaming record. How many record. times did you fight one of the final bosses by yourself? You usually had a friend around that you'd pull in. Um. Yeah, I think maybe I've only ever done. A, a couple boss fights solo without, yeah. without a player. So the game is much easier. It, it it wants you to party up. You need to party up to do a lot of these yeah. things. Otherwise, it's just a fucking... It's hard. Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Hmm. So you, you are... It tells you to party up. It, yeah. The mechanics... It doesn't... The game doesn't tell you to do it. It's just... It inspires you to True. do it. So now that that's a requirement, people are required to talk to each other. Hey, can I... Can we just join up to do That's this? That's why guilds are important. That's why guilds are important. But the problem is I find that guilds tend up causing a... Guilds are important. But even in... Like, they have guilds in retail, but it's like... you The game isn't difficult enough that you're required. I think yeah. that difficulty yes. is required. Because I can have a guild, but really they're just nebulous people in a chat yeah. group. I don't need them for anything except for raids. Because you just go solo, and I'm I pretty much 90% already. of the game. Yeah. yeah. You know what you should be doing is all these people that you're meeting that you're meshing well with, you should, because I think communities are still accessible in WoW Classic, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so you should just make a community and have yeah. people join it. No, I, I, I like the, I kind of like, I, I don't know if I've ever said it here on this podcast, but I, I like the one and dones. I like the people who you meet, you learn about these individuals. He likes the one night stands of, of, of people. Well, very nice, yeah. Very yeah, one night stands sort of, of gaming. Yeah, and then they just sort of go off on their own, and you don't see each other. But maybe like four, five, ten levels down the road in another zone, you're like, oh, hey, this dude. Yeah, yeah. Ah, cool. Yeah, let's. <laughs> hey, high five. Let's do this. Yeah, and I, I like that. I really it's, do. Adam likes living like the the Sword Art Online version of, of Wow. Was a, it, it was a huge thing back in like Star Wars Galaxies <laughs> that where you would like where communicating with players and, and forming friendships was in, like very intrinsic to the game. Yeah. And uh, a lot of current day MMOs don't have that hmm. because it's the, um, it's the same thing. It's like, it's like real life, right? Why would I uh, go over and talk with my friend when I can just call them or when we can jump into a chat room? Yeah. yeah. Like there's, it's, it's why a would I make standard. friends with these people in a party when it doesn't really matter when, when I'm done this instance, I'm just going to push a button and it's going to put me up with another set of people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to know this person. Mm. I don't need to interact with them. Mm. Honestly, I don't know how many times I've run a dungeon in retail WoW and literally no one speaks a word. Yeah. Because everyone knows exactly what to do and everyone knows exactly what to do in WoW Classic. It's not like the dungeons are new. Yeah. But people, there's just there's something it, about okay, it. Okay, it's like the best way to look at it is um, when you're making a car before assembly lines and then post-assembly yeah. lines. So when people are making assembly line jobs now, communication, very, very little. Very little communication. If you're in a factory floor and you're doing assembly, you don't talk to a lot of people. You usually. don't talk to the. Ne- you talk to this person around down the line, but it's not about work. You're not. Yeah. You're not communicating. No. You're not communicating with the person who's putting in the seat. If you're putting in the seat. Belt. But but if you're making like a classic car in your garage and you're doing it with people, you communicate. You talk about mm. what you're doing. Yeah. You mm. like there's there's a different. What well, you said thing. reminded me of a Japanese cultural 
sort of idiom called Ichigo Ichie. And I had to look it up just to just remember what it was. But it's that concept of like, uh, you see it a lot in anime too. It's a trope of like a uh, character who, who, you know, meets another character one time and they go on one journey together and then they part ways forever. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of a trope I, in Japanese and culture. And I like but, that. The, yeah, yeah. The, Ichigo Ichie. You don't always want that, but you want yeah. to, you have that for most of the time. Yeah. And then you have your few. But I, I, I know, I really yeah. enjoy. I had one of those in real life not that long ago. Which oh, yeah. Is really, yeah, it was like, um, I think I had to pull off in uh, Thamesville, so oh. like on the 401, and I had to go like charge my computer so I could do like work, right, when I was on the road, mm-hmm. and it was like the closest town I could get to. They have like a Tim Hortons that I could sit down in. So I'm walking all around this Tim Hortons trying to find a place to sit down, and there's no plugs anywhere, so I can't plug in my computer. There's only a plug at like the um, uh, wheelchair accessible table. Right, and there's a guy sitting there, not in a wheelchair, just an older fella, and uh, and I sat down there, and I was like, is it, "Oh, is it okay if I sit here and I'll have my donut, and my coffee, or whatever?" He's like, "Yeah, fine." And then we ended up talking for like an hour, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, this this yeah. old fella, and I like, love that shit. yeah, it was great, and we had this great conversation. I doubt I'll ever see the guy again, but it was just kind of a cool like one off, like you know, old generation, younger gen, well, not younger generation anymore, but <laughs> middle aged generation. You wish sort of sort of meeting up and 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 sort of having this this substantive conversation and learning from each other, and then we move on with our lives. And yeah, 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 it's it you go with you. There, there's it's cool. some there's some beauty to that and yeah. i really love that about classic wow where hell yeah man i feel like in retail wow all the other players are glorified npcs yeah yeah and i feel yeah. like that goes away with classic now don't get me wrong classic has its problems I- i'm not going if they somehow brought back that feature of the more difficult i was saying it to you earlier yeah. if they bring back the more difficult wow where you are forced to communicate and took away the tools <laughs> that a, made you easily if they took out automation if they took out automation yeah i would be that would sell me like yeah. that would make that game so much better because hmm. there are a lot of features I like in retail. I like the gameplay, the more. graphics, the graphics, the, the, the fluidity, story, the fluidity of combat, the fluidity better. of combat. I love all of that stuff yeah. more than There's I like a lot more classic. layers. Yeah, yeah, but I love the community aspect of classic and the forced community aspect mm. of classic. That's yeah. awesome. So if That's they could awesome. mix those two, I'd be, I'd, I'd be, up, I'd be. On I think that they're probably going to take a note from this I because so. they're seeing that oh shit, classic's really popular. Why? I just hope they and take the right notes. Yes. Yeah, that's the hard part. That's the hard part. Yeah. Cool, so but, anyway, that's what I've been playing, yeah. and uh, I've been continuing my watch of Avatar: The Last Airbender with my Sweet. wife. I told her she she's getting really into loving Appa because yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, and she's like, I want an Appa plushie. And I told her, I'm like, you don't get an Appa plushie until we finish Avatar: The Last Airbender this year. Then I will awesome. buy you an Appa plushie. <laughs> like you don't nice. get you don't get to enjoy the 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 you don't get to enjoy this until you've watched the whole. Appa's thing. like the flying. The Six blind bison. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's what I've been playing and watching. Oh, boy. Here we go. Um, playing and watching for me, as I said, I've been trucking through Attack on Titan recently. Um, you said you're at the end of season two? Three. Wow. I'm uh, so far last behind. Episode. Wow. Last episode of season three. Out of curiosity, how, did they, how far did they get in, in that? Did he open up the basement? He didn't get to the basement? Uh, if it happens in this episode, I doubt it, but um, I think it's a season four thing. Okay. Um, but, uh, because this means nothing to you, uh, like Historia yeah, yeah. arc is done. Oh, that's season three. That's right. Yeah. 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 Where you find out. Yeah. 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 You find out about Historia. Yes. Got it. Um, which was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that good. But I mean, if you like Attack on Titan, you already know I'm well behind on that. If you <laughs> don't, if you don't like Attack on Titan. Okay. Well, whatever. If you don't know what it is, look it up. Yeah, um, I never. I don't think I ever watched. I don't think I watched season four. I just three. Is there a season four out? No. Oh, I did watch season three then. So oh. I'm I'm caught up on the anyway. Mm, okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, we did that. Uh, Hunt Showdown's been released, so I've been playing a lot of that. Actually, yep, we talked a little bit about that talked last time too. It. Yep. It's um, it takes place in the swamps of Louisiana. 
It's yeah. kind of like a pseudo Western game, uh, but like Western meets Constantine. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Sorry. yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a hunting game, but you said it's like squad based. Yeah, so you so could like go after oh, other squads. I don't too. know why when you said Con- when you said Constantine like Louisiana, all I can think of is like I'll go there. I'm gonna get some demons. I'm gonna get yeah, some yeah. demons. Yeah, no, that's Duck exactly. Back being angel. <laughs> no, hundred no, percent. Um, uh, what it is is uh, there's. Calm down. Six teams of two, uh, but it actually goes up to three now. And uh, you're all on a bounty hunt to capture or kill a uh, one of three creatures. Are you all named Billy Joe? No, Bob, Baba John. Nah. No. Uh, though there's a there's there's a DLC. There's the weird sister. You can get the weird sister. <laughs> um, but no, there's a uh, this pretty cool. It's like the Bayou kind of thing, right? That's yeah. awesome. It's, it's, you have it's seven cool. friends nicknamed I, Catfish. Uh, but it's like it's all hell spawn stuff that you have to deal with. So you have I'm to really into the into the the Bayou right now because one of the characters I'm trying to build is a Crawdaddy yeah, from Pathfinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah trying yeah. to get the accent. That's the, awesome. The, the, the per- That's awesome. I'm going to me. Yep. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Kill some demons. <laughs> but anyway, uh, check it out. Uh, it's the it's a it's got the character death aspect to it, so your character can permanently die. Oh, uh, but you do have a uh, another level that's your account level. It's called the bloodline, and then you have hunters, and hunters can die, but your bloodline always stays. Mm. Hmm. So like you can unlock stuff for your account, but then your, so your characters, your character dying is. It's a setback. Happen. It's a setback, but it's not. It's not a, a shot in the gut. No, oh, okay. Their offspring carries on for them. Kinda, yeah. But uh, <laughs> the some people will compare it to, um, and I think that this is not a really good way of looking at it uh, as a battle royale game. There is a aspect of it that is true of that, in that there's six teams that are operating against each other, but you don't necessarily have to fight your opponents. You only fight them if you clash. Like if you interact in the same area. So I'm which is I'm it, kind it of is, imagining like evolve mixed with battleground. Kind of. That's a more accurate way of hmm. looking at it, but there's nobody playing the enemies. Sure, the enemy is just AI. So the enemies are the three big things that you hunt are the butcher, which is literally what you think it is. Right. Um the there's a, a spider and it's like super fucking fast and climbs on walls and ceilings and it is usually in like shit. a butchery or something it's fucking horrifying and then, <laughs> and then the third one's called the assassin and it can literally cloak and clone itself nice it's horrifying that's cool i haven't fought one yet that's really cool but well, uh, you don't I've, know if you fought one no yet. i know i haven't fought one yet because <laughs> i'm a be, scared cloaked or, or in... <laughs> <laughs> no i fought the spider and i fought the uh the butcher and i fought the Recently, I fought that spider while other teams were fighting the spider. <laughs> it was it was a madhouse. <laughs> so it was like we're running around this. Uh, it was literally um, a big old like uh, mill, like a saw. Oh, the creepiest of places. Oh yeah, like hanging hanging hooks and shit like That's that. That's awesome. And like broken glass on the ground, so you could hear it. Like when people run over, it crunches. Like there's a lot of sound traps in the game. Oh, that's cool. So like we're running around with like lever action rifles and stuff like that, shooting at each other while this spider was running around the building, Jesus. attacking. People. It was horrifying. It was so much fun. That sounds like one of those scenarios where everyone be like, "Stop fighting each other! Kill the spider!" Now start no. killing each other. <laughs> well, because the thing is, like, you want to kill the spider because then you can pull the token off its body. But the the other thing though is that whenever you kill one of these creatures, you have to banish them, and there's a time that it like it's like two minutes where it's banishing, and you oh. have to just guard the area. 
because oh, people God. will come running in and try and kill you and then take the tokens off its body oh, and run. Oh, nice. So like that's so like king that's, of the hill for that's, a moment. That's kind of like the battle royale aspect. Okay. Is that you're you're competing against players as well, but there's uh, you're competing against them for for the tokens. Yes. So like, but sometimes on some maps there's two bounties on the map. So and you can kill, get both technically. I've done it once. I've done it once. The other team just sucks that badly. Uh, no, I was really conniving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what ended up happening was I got the one token and then I ran the perimeter because you can only exit the map on the perimeter. Because once you have the token, you have to exit too. And I intercepted the other team and took them out and then took one of their tokens and extracted and the area yeah. they were trying to get out. And you were like right at the edge. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So uh, fun game. Uh, then what else? Playing, watching. So watch an episode of Carnival Row. Yep. Um, have a couple problems with it. Uh, one, it takes place in a alternate reality, like different, alternate different Victorian era. Totally Victorian era ass like looks like steampunk. Yeah, it's very steampunky yeah. and like uh, diesel punky kind okay. of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, little, it's a little dirtier steampunk. Yeah. No, think of like <laughs> Peaky Blinders, <laughs> but there's fake creatures in it. Okay. Yep. Um, there's fairies. Yeah, there's fairy like fairies <laughs> and like satyrs and stuff like that. Okay. They're called called different things. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's pretty cool. It's I think it's well done, but the idea is that it takes place in this like London esque city, after a war has happened where the London city probably could have won the war, but they backed out for I think like a bureaucratic reason. Oh. And so when that happened, they essentially abandoned all the fae creatures because they were fighting around the fae. And this other nation then pretty much like enslaved them. <laughs> the oh my fae. god! And like all the fae are trying to now get out to what's called the Burg. Yeah, and uh, that's where the story takes Interesting. place. Interesting. First episode is very much like a Jack the Ripper trope. Um, it's cool setup though. But it ends with a reveal that you're like, this seems very Lovecraftian all of a sudden. Like so, okay. I, so the, like, I'm interested enough to watch more. But there's a bunch of stuff that they've done in the series, like the sex scenes that aren't needed kind of stuff like that. Like they're doing all of the modern day uh, television stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, I get that you guys want to be taken as seriously as like, say game of Thrones. And you're just copying their formula of like, let's put in sex scenes because that's in nowadays. It's like, it's not needed. It's not no, needed. No. It's really not. Nobody if I really want to yet. see a sex well, scene, back, I'll watch back when game think, of Thrones did it. They were still pushing the envelope. Yeah. They were right? pushing the envelope. Yeah, but yeah. At this point now it's yeah. like, nobody cares. That's yeah. not the way to push the envelope. It's necessarily. Not. Yeah. Right? Like, but a sex scene that is for character development, yeah. fine. I'm not a, yeah. I'm not opposed to that. But like when you're just throwing them in because you're like, let's get you some get tits. It. Let's get, get some tits, tits on you screen. You get some tits. That's exactly yeah, yeah. what it is. And it's like, why? All you're doing is you're just cheapening these. A- tits. You're, you're making these actors and actresses go through something that they don't need to. Yeah. yeah don't do it. True. They yeah. don't. They yep. nobody needs to do this. It's true. Um, and and but like where it's tasteful, fine, go for it. Because there was times where it's like that's a payoff, right? There's the like the lovers who are finally reunited after whatever, and mm. fine, you're gonna have like a 10 second sex scene, go for it, whatever. Some people are into that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't care. But anyway, so the, oh, the it's show. It's so hard not to talk about your sex and preferences based on that comment. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm not into lovers having sex. I <laughs> love it when BDSM and people beat each other. No, I'm saying like uh, more violence. I, I hate. I love it when people who hate each other have sex. It's no, like, yeah. I'm just saying like if I'm sitting on the couch with some friends watching a show, random sex scene just, just makes awkward. the room awkward. <laughs> Wouldn't make like, it awkward for me. I'd be into it. Yeah, 
fine. But put, I mean, put like, my hand on your leg, you know. <laughs> anyway, but what, <laughs> I'm what I'm saying, you don't like, know is Alex and I hang out and watch you porn every once in a while on this TV. Go for L- it. We watch tons of labo porn together. Live labo porn. Live your best lives. <laughs> it's really awkward when you're trying to get one eye and I'm trying to get in the other one. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, so I don't know. I'm gonna watch more of it to let you guys know if you should really watch it. But Orlando uh, Bloom's the main character. He plays kind of like a Sherlock Holmesy kind of guy. Yeah, he and hasn't been relevant. He refuses to wield a gun. He just wields a bow and arrow. No, I think he's got a gun. Yeah. Oh, does he really? That's too bad. So. Like he too was bad. like a soldier or something that was. They a missed part a real arrow, arrow kind of tie in here. <laughs> yeah, uh, too bad. But no, yeah, there. Uh, it seems like it's probably <sighs> worth a watch, but I don't know yet for a fact. So I'm not gonna climb up on it. Cool. But like the before we go though, really quick, I want to talk about Damned. Oh yeah. Um. So Damned. This is the, this is the horror game. Yeah. Yeah. Where so, it's it's t- it's squad based, but there's a creature. Well, it's mm. it's asymmetric multiplayer. So yeah. everyone who is not the creature, you're either the hunter or the hunted. Okay. Very yeah, good. Exactly. Um. So the but the the creatures are what makes this game. So the idea of the game is that there are a bunch of rooms in whatever you're in. Let's say if it's a a, a sane asylum. Yeah, there's so like two or three floors. The two or three floors, and okay. the idea is that you're trying to get to the exit room. That's the objective of the game. It's the same objective on every map, but every map's different. Usually it's locked, so you have to get yeah. a bunch of keys. You have to, so what the idea is that you you f- rifle through these floors looking for keys. Yeah. Keys could be in like a sink or in drawers or something, and there's cabinets and stuff. There's a lot of Stoves. stuff. Stoves. Is there any Stoves. element of danger while you do this? Oh, yeah. I'm going to get there. Okay. Um, on the map, the only threat is the monster. Okay. And the idea is, like, you find keys to open up more doors to find other keys to eventually get the things you need to leave. Usually what you need to leave is, like, a crowbar and a specific key. So you're trying to find those two things. Crowbar to pull the stuff off the exit. Yep. And then key to use it to get out. Cool. Um, and that's the point of the game. Now, you're working as a team, so there's a lot of communication because when somebody picks up a key, they're the person that has to use that key. You don't trade keys with people. Okay. Like that. So there's a, like a so lot of So you gotta of commu- protect them. There's communication. Oh, protect. You can't do that. Um, you can't fight these creatures. You, you have can... to track them so that if they're if they die, you have to grab their key. Yes. So can, can you meat shield it? Can you be a meat shield? No. Mm-hmm. Nope. No. No. The answer is no. It's just no. <laughs> Trust me. It's, it's I've a seen might somebody, as well be I've said seen, no. I've seen somebody try and do that, and I killed everybody. Oh, fair <laughs> fair um, so the there's really. Three creatures, three or four creatures. I think it's three. Um, I'll go through them though. One of them is a really popular one, and it's called the Phantom. And the way that this works is that the Phantom, uh, when they spawn in the level, they there's no doors for them. They don't see doors at all. So if a door is hmm. open or closed, it means nothing to the Phantom. But they only go through that. And space. they don't, and they can't see the players. The Phantom cannot see players. <laughs> It's impossible unless the players make noise or if they bump into the Phantom. Oh, the Phantom's scary. Yeah. So the Phantom's whole thing is that... Look at that picture of him. Yes. The Phantom's whole thing is that it will try and essentially submarine players. Okay. And uh, and players can kind of outrun it because it's not very fast. But if you do... If it's to the point where you're getting caught by the Phantom, you're probably fucked. Yeah. Um... But because you as a player can't run, because if you try and run from the phantom, then it's easy. You're making noises. Yeah, it looks yes. like a floating bloody torso. Yes, with no lower jaw. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, and it only takes one hit to kill you. So like that's just the way this game works. Now, 
Uh, and the other cool thing is, too, is if you can't look at these creatures because these creatures are obviously supernatural, mm-hmm. and when you do, you start getting insanity effects. Think, like, amnesia. Okay. Uh, so, like, there's, like, things like your screen will start to get, yeah, like, vignetted. Yeah, yeah, Or, like, you'll see, like, hands coming out of the yeah. out of the floor, and they will slow you down if you run through them. Uh, sometimes you will see images of other things, like jump scare images and stuff like that. So it can get pretty crazy. Um, also, like, your flashlight, because everyone has a flashlight, which, by the way, you also need to keep charged. Uh, will start to flicker if you start getting insanities and stuff like that. So it, it can be pretty scary stuff. And, by the way, in this game, not having a flashlight... Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> yeah, so you need the flashlight to get around, but you also can't use the flashlight too much, otherwise you'll die. Drain the battery. You'll drain the batteries. Yeah. So anyway, now that we've covered that, uh, one of the other creatures is called, we call it Marv, but it's actually Mary. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just that the Y is a Mary weird font. Yeah, Mary's probably the most fun. Ah, uh, so see, and I like the uh, angel, but we'll get to that Yeah, so there's four, actually, yeah. Uh, Angel Alislaw, but I also remember the Lorker is another one. Mm. Uh, so the way that Marv works, uh, Bloody Marv, <laughs> is uh, it's a child that walks around the level and teleports randomly. It has no control over that, aside that it can opt to teleport when it has enough energy. But otherwise, it just randomly teleports. Mm. And the whole thing is that it looks like the Grudge Girl. And all you can only walk, you can't attack as Marv. And the whole idea is that you're supposed to watch the players. To build up energy, yeah, and build it up like an energy bar as you, yeah. as you whenever you see uh, enemies. Yeah, because the, the way that it actually works, the mechanic is that you're seeing black and white as you gain more color in your screen. That's your energy bar. Hmm. That's how yeah. it's signified. Yeah, I've never played that character. So it's fun. Is that how it works? Oh yeah. Uh, when your energy is full, you can activate frenzy mode. <laughs> when in frenzy mode, you run like a motherfucker on a motorcycle and you scream so goddamn loud. You run at people with these claws, and if you slash them, they're fucked. So, Bloody Mary's whole thing is that it's this creepy girl that constantly teleports on the level. And, and you just, just, you'll just all the other players will be like, "Oh my god, I just saw Bloody Mary!" And then the, and a second later, I just saw her over here. <laughs> yeah, like it teleports randomly, uh, which is a, a, a weird thing for the player playing. This it game because, looks so frantic. Oh, it's, oh, it's crazy! It's crazy. <laughs> it's uh, another one called the Lurker. Also can't see people. It technically takes place in a parallel uh, universe next to the one that everyone else is playing in. And what they do is they trap objects as sound traps. And whenever players trigger them, the highlights on your screens, you know where they are if they interact with that sound trap. And the idea is that you're trying to get near them because as you as they interact with your sound traps, you get to the point where you build up energy. Yeah. And when you have max energy, you kind of lay a bunch of traps and wait. That's why it's called the Lurker. Okay. And when those sound traps go off, you then uh, s- run over to that area, and then you're able to spawn, and you turn into the regular reality, and then you just run, and you just, like, um, Mr. X everybody. Yeah. That's really what it is. It's extra-dimensional Mr. X. This is... It's extremely freaky. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. creepy looking. Um, and the last one is the one that I play the most. It's my favorite. My favorite as well. Uh, and it's called the fallen and it is a one-winged stone angel think like uh doctor who doctor who um, yeah same thing never blink right so the whole thing is with this character is that it has the same kind of lurkery aspect where you're making sound traps but every third sound trap you make you spawn a copy of yourself that's just a statue and it will flash whenever a player's nearby 
And players can actually destroy them by shining their flashlight on it. And the idea is that you're just constantly making these statues around the level. So people are trying to get around them without drawing your attention. Okay. And as you slowly build up energy from this, you get to the point where similar to the lurker, you cross over. But when you cross into the regular reality where you can attack players, when they see you, it is the coolest effect. It is a stop motion effect. So it looks like the angel is like, um, almost like on a lower frame rate. It's like you're blinking. It's like you're blinking. Like it is there, and all of a sudden it's it's a couple feet forward, and then it's a couple more feet forward. But like the player controlling it, just feels like you're moving. But everyone only sees Dude, like it's after so images. So sweet. I'm trying and, to see a video of it, and it is scary oh, as fuck. Shit. And it is. And you, when you're walking around as the players, it's also my favorite villain to play with because you never know. Is that statue the one that's about to fuck me? Or is that just a warning statue? I can tell yeah. that just from the gameplay. Is they're like, is this is this the one? You can tell how cautious yeah. they're yeah. being yeah. in the gameplay. And it, it it's funny because I've actually spawned a bunch of statues once, and then I knew players were around them, so I spawned, but I didn't move originally. And somebody runs up with the flashlight and just looks at me, and then I run up and smack them, and they scream so loud. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, the game is so fantastic because you have a, basically, what, five? Five players? Not minus uh, the monster. I think it's, yeah, I think it's five players. Five and then, players. So six total. I think there's yeah. five five survivors. And so the, the survivors are all spreading out, trying to get whatever done they need to get done. Hey, I found some batteries for our flashlights. Hey, I found some med kit or something like that. Hey, I found... Well, uh, not a med kit, just or whatever. batteries and, 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 and batteries whatever. And, yeah, and, and, and oh, I found a key. Yeah. And, oh, I found a clue. And so you're kind of communicating, but every once in a while they're like, You'll just hear someone on the, on the headsets go, ah! okay, we're good. It's just a statue. We're... And then all of a sudden, they're like, nope, I died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it gets And, and you'll just hear someone scream out of nowhere. You're like, what the fuck is going on? It is honestly. Dude, I wish I was playing this My game, favorite man. horror game. It sounds sweet. I hate horror games. I love it because I love the co-op aspect and yeah. I love the enemies aspect. And I love yeah. that the enemy has a mechanic that they have to work around. Yes. Yeah. It's cool, so man. it's not just uh, straight up, I kill you, I kill you, I kill you. There's a you have limiters placed on you as the killer, and you need to be cunning yeah. to catch the players because the the whole idea is like it is a very much a game of chess. Yeah, and you're trying to slowly kind of work your way into the situation where you got them cornered. Yeah, and then you unleash yourself on them. That's cool. But like if you do it and you don't do it properly, you'll run out of your energy, and then the, all of a sudden you now you reset back to your like passive mode. Yeah. And in passive mode, you can't kill anybody. Hmm. So, like, you have to make every time you build up, you have to build up your energy often enough. And then use it and correctly. And use it correctly. Because yeah. if you use it to fa- and fail, like, if you go, like, the, the Marv character, the, the Mary character, Mary, yeah. if you go crazy and don't kill anyone, you've just wasted a very important opportunity right. and you needed to use yeah. because you fucked it up. Yeah. And, and it could take a while for you to get that energy back. Because if you teleport to areas of the level where there aren't players, you're not gaining energy. Yeah. You have to wait for that random teleport to happen again so you can start stalking players hmm. again. So so it's a fantastic game. Cool. I think I played it like three or four times. So this is, this is Damned, and it, you guys are playing it on PC, obviously. Oh, only, I haven't played only, it only on, only on PC. Yeah, it's yeah. on PC. Um, I would love to get together sometime. Yeah. It's a yeah. great game. Cool. Have to play it at night. Yes, it has right. to be played. It's a good shout-out. Kind of a good, kind of a good lead-in. It's almost October. I think we're going to do hopefully some more spooky topics this October. Um, nice. Yeah, prior to this year, one of our most listened-to episodes was uh, uh, when we did the horror horror on tv episode last year so there was a couple shows on that were like horror mm-hmm. theme that we did a uh, little little thing on yeah so we so, should do uh yeah. some horror games or something like that yeah, yeah. Be good it'd yeah. be good so it's weird that it came out so early because it's out right now but yeah. i'm not gonna see it too and it's still so far from halloween like why did it come out not 
in October. Yeah. It's weird. But we're yeah. getting Joker in October, so I guess we'll see that. <laughs> so Maybe be, that's why. That'll be at least one episode in October that we do. Maybe so. that's why. We can like, only yeah. handle one clown at a time. Well, no, one it's clown. not that. It's just that, like, what? Okay, you want to see. The clown prince of crime. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do you want to see it too, or do you want to see the Joker? Oh, come Joker. on. Joker. Exactly. That's probably why it's not coming out. Yeah. 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 It's true. All right, so we'll cover that. Hopefully, we get to do some uh, paranormal topics as well. We haven't really done any here. Our friends at Grief Burrito, they do one uh, every month called the Spooky Burrito, and they do a, they choose one paranormal topic as well. And then if you're into paranormal stuff, uh, you can also listen to Nightgeist Podcast, another partner podcast of ours based out of California. So Eric and Leanna, so they do a great job uh, putting together that podcast each week with some spooky topics. So always looking forward to that each week. If you guys haven't heard it, you should probably have a listen. And the second part, I, I sort of talked about it last week, but the second part of that Xbox Underground episode from Dark Web Diaries came yeah. out, and holy shit. <laughs> so yeah. is it Dark Web or Dark Net Diaries? Let me just look it up here so I don't misquote it here. But holy shit. This is some of the best podcasting I think I've ever heard. I was extremely impressed, and I highly recommend you go and listen to it if you haven't yet. And uh, Dark Net Diaries. So check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it. And it's a really cool video game themed episode of it. But yeah, you got to go check it out. So it's about these guys who back in the mid 2000s actually ended up getting a hold of Xbox 360 dev kits. And through the dev kits, they were able to hack into every major network of every major publisher at that time. And have access and to all of their content. Before they even came out. It is a crazy fucking story. Yeah, it's one that you would like. Adam. Dude, it's mind boggling. And it's a two parter. Really good episode. Understanding dev kits, I don't understand how that would work, but I'm interested. Yeah, it was like the the actual it's probably, boxes. There's probably like a four uh, a foundation that, uh, network within it. that yeah. lands out to everything. That's weird. I, I, that's not how dev kits work. Normally. Well, you got to listen to it. So they explain it, everything. Yeah, he I'm, I'm not technical. I'd have to listen to that. That's it, awesome. dude. It's fucking sweet. You got to hear this episode. They they interview all the guys too who are involved okay. in all this because they all went to fucking prison afterwards. So of course yeah, yeah. So you got you got to look it up. It's crazy. But a uh, really good two-parter episode, Darknet Diaries. Make sure to check it out. And, uh, and that's pretty much all I got for this episode. Comic-Con coming up September 21st, 22nd. I don't know if we'll have another. What's the date today? Yeah, we'll have at least one more episode out by then, but we will be at Windsor Comic-Con. The guest list is insane. They even got the guy now who played Colossus uh, in the Deadpool movies. Oh, but nice. He's going to be there. Nice. So Barb from Stranger Things is going to be there. So, like, from Stranger Things Season 1? I'm amazed that that's poor, poor the actress. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I got fucked off, and she's she's not in season two or three. Yeah. But she could be on Ronin Geek Official Podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll do our best oh, to try man. and catch some of these people as they set up in the morning. But uh, yeah. it's gonna be pretty exciting, guys. It's gonna be pretty exciting. Good. Oh, cool. We'll go over this stuff too afterwards. I got some sweet stuff. All right, so that's it for Ronin Geek Official Podcast episode fifty nine. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. This is Alex Austin signing off and Plubby and Adam. <laughs> God damn it. And Rob. Thank you so much. Thank you.